Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Uh, hanging out. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs, and we are the hosts of the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, bar none. For you. For you, right there. You can either be nobody or be somebody. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up that phone and you call. Uh, also, too, in fact, here in about 15 minutes, we'll do the hideout headlines game show. You heard the uh, headlines on the Phillips file. We're going to give you some prizes for knowing what's going on in your world. That's Ooh. Chunks, the executive producer of the hideout. He manages the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman, the director. Don't forget Chunks uh, and All Around Ass, too. Uh, Tommy he Bateman. He has a pretty round one. Tommy Bateman uh, handles the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. And intern Gibbs. I'm going to go ahead and start calling him the unpaid producer. He has moved up that fast. Fathead. Unpaid producer Fathead Gibbs, uh, screening your phone calls. Again, at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Very busy. Very, very busy Tuesday night with you. Uh, of course, uh, the Hideout Headlines game show, like I said, coming up here in just about 15 minutes. Also, is being unfaithful uh, bad? And then on top of that, would you say is binge eating worse than being unfaithful? Ponder that. We'll get to that at some point this year. Now they both have involved eating. Um, <laughs> uh, reversed songs. Well, um, some the hidden messages in the songs that you love. I've got the clips from a few of the songs. Clips from uh, the Beatles, from Britney Spears, from John Lennon, from the Pokemon from, um, who are some other ones out there? Eminem and what they say when they're reversed. Oh, good. And some of those hidden messages that are there. It's real. Also, too, something we've been wanting to talk about for a while, uh, Elmo. There's an El- Elmo death book, apparently. It's supposed to be a potty book. It's supposed to teach kids how to go to the bathroom, but it's uh, it's kind of uh, uh, giving messages of death. So we actually went out and picked up one of these, and we'll take a look at it on the air. The high pri- hideout door prize blowouts at 9 o'clock to split up the night. Tonight, I believe we have a Chuck Norris game, which should be a lot of fun. And, of course, at some point this evening, we'll completely hand the show over to you for one segment in Hey Hideout, unscreened phone calls for you hey, and hideout. for you only. Uh, again, 407-916-1041 and 888 So we're jam-packed. That's just some of the stuff that we have lined up for you this evening. First, though, I would like to start... With a news story that I saw on Mm Wesh.com. 
this news story involved real radio. Really? Yes. Uh, of course, you know, uh, there's been a big move. Howard went to satellite, and so it's made big headlines. And, you know, here locally, the television stations had to find a local angle, you know, which is what, you know, good tele- TV stations do. Yeah, they uh, they find out how to tie it in with the community, and then they run with it. How it affects you. Mm-hmm. So let's play the story, because it involves the Monsters in the Morning were on it, the Shannon Burke show on it. Uh, Chunks, do you have the story from West? All right, let's go ahead and play this. I got this off of uh, West.com. Howard Stern is back on the airwaves, making his satellite debut on Sirius this morning. Sirius jumped to 3.3 million subscribers after Stern announced his switch last year. West News' Bill Schaefer has more on what this means for local radio in Central Florida. Good news thing to do. Hey, good morning, guys. Listen, who needs satellite radio? Callers flooded local radio shows. Post weighed in as well. Who needs satellite radio? I'm with you, brother. Right. That's the big question. And what happens to local radio if satellite does take off? I guess I go pump gas. <laughs> well, it's just the opposite for Howard Stern. <laughs> this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But, but is it the worst thing that's ever happened to local radio? This discussion was on the Shannon Burke Show on 1041. Yeah, that's the future. We're the present. Okay, so you're just predicting your failure just in a no, few no, months. No, 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 no. You'll hear about today, maybe tomorrow. After that, he's, he's right. fallen into a, 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 a public relations abyss. The monsters in the morning are uniquely qualified in this. They replaced Stern when Clear Channel dropped them, and they also have a show on XM Satellite. And we don't really concern ourselves with the XM uh, listeners. We just figure they're listening to an Orlando show, and they just need to you know, get used to it. But if nobody's worried, then why is Clear Channel running this? Radio. You shouldn't have to pay for it. I got to be honest with you. Out of everything, that does baffle me. They would even address it like that. I've been listening to the commercials on, the, on this you know, on this show where they run that. I'm like, man, someone must be really scared. But there's one thing that satellite radio cannot do, and that's have a local connection. And the people we talk to at Clear Channel say that's critical to success. In Orlando, Bill Schaefer, West 2 News. All right. So, well, some people believe Stern moving to satellite will actually strengthen local radio. Many areas, such as Central Florida, are replacing him with local hosts. All right, so uh, a couple of things to comment on that. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I guess just on the basics of the story uh, that I found interesting. Uh, of course, you have, the, the I guess, the differing views. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for one, do not believe. Uh, I believe in satellite radio. Yeah, I satellite's own, definitely a, a nice thing to have. Uh, I own both. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listen to both, and I enjoy both. Um, so I, I don't think that you can say you, you can't ignore it. You know, I, I don't want to be the person who's going to say, um, you know, it's back, a, in, back a, in the '60s, basically saying uh, cable TV that's not going to work. You know what I mean? That's just that's not me. I, I I completely think at some point, you know what I mean? It's going to be huge, and you know, even now, whatever. But even going beyond that. Uh, the other thing I found interesting is that they didn't even talk to the person who took over uh, here locally. <laughs> that was kind of, uh, I think, telling. But the other thing that really bummed me out on watching this story on WESH, because if you actually go to the website, you can see the story and watch it online. They had a, a whole bunch of pictures, you know, or a video of being in studio. Of uh, this uh, very studio that we're sitting in right now. Of this nice, beautiful yellow studio. <laughs> the, uh, you know, you saw Russ and Blackbean and Savannah and Shannon. You and get a little peek into the yellow submarine. Uh, SBK, you know, 
And the one thing that they did show was, a spe- and anyone who's ever been up here in the open door knows, they show the the name wall. Yeah, our big wall with all the uh, shows on it. We have signs in here of I mean, every show on Real Radio. I mean, it is great. I mean, there's this big badass uh, sign for the Phillips file, you know, and their logo, which it just looks it looks awesome. And then uh, for, uh, that's on the left, if you're mm-hmm. listening at home on your radio dial. Then in the center, uh, on top is the monsters with the flames and the logo, and it's like a styrofoam cutout, and it's you know everything you, you see when you see the monsters. It's badass. Then below the monsters one is the Shannon Burke one, mm-hmm. which you see around town. It's on the billboards. You know, it looks great. It's the black, brown, and white. I mean, it looks it's happening. You know, and you see this on television, and this is great because what you want. And then there's even an angle where they show Shannon talking, and you see the the 104.1 Real Radio. Man, it looks fantastic. It's all professional in here. Things are happening. Boom, boom. Until you get to the right. <laughs> right, hidden behind the palm tree is the handmade styrofoam hideout logo that giant brian a hideout heretic made Made out of uh, styrofoam you would find in a box that you buy a new appliance in and uh red cardboard not even cardboard dude construction paper (laughs) and so i see this on television on channel two and I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? That's a complete microcosm for the way the hideout has been treated in 2005. 2006, hey, we're, we're off to a banging start and things are happening. 2005, that shot alone of everybody's grand badass logos and our little, God bless them, third grade left-handed retarded child's uh, homeschool project that you wouldn't even put on your refrigerator at home. And I see this and I'm just like, ugh. The H is all messed up. It's crooked. (laughs) It's not even the logo. No. It just says the hideout. And what I'm going to call pea-stained styrofoam, because I don't even know what he did with it before. So that was nice. <laughs> and I'm just watching, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Did you have that kind of just deuce chill type feel to you? Like, oh, God. Well, I was so glad that it was at least hidden. Yeah, you really couldn't see it, see it, because it's behind the tree. Yeah, because the tree literally blocks it. Can we get a photo of this to put up on realradio.fm, just so people know? Well, it's better than the uh, handwritten Sharpie marker one I made. A while back. That got ripped down, by the way. Hmm. Why try to push the new show? That doesn't make any sense. It looks like the palm trees are moving more and more over to block it. I don't blame them. I do not blame them for wanting to block that uh, handmade sign. Let's just go ahead and put the American flag over it. Do you think anybody walked in and go, oh, hey, the Hyda finally got their sign up? (laughs) I hope not. And what what do you think the reporter from West 2 is thinking? Oh, there's a fourth show on the station? <laughs> Who knew? That must, actually, be, that must be the name for their real music weekends. Actually, ironically, that has to do a lot with budgets, too. Now I think about it. Mm-hmm. So, now we will have one of those nice signs very soon. 
which uh, is a good sign for 2006. Look, is it too early to go ahead and put that up in the broken promise category? Nah, I would say this one's going to come through. I have faith. I don't know why, but I do have faith. What, what does faith get you? Hmm? Busted in a bathroom stall if you're George Michael. All right, Chunks is telling me don't forget SBK Live either. And there's no show logo for that, which I believe there should be one. But at the very least, there are four shows on during the week. I'm surprised there's not a Henry one around for Phil. Bud's been bitching about getting one up in here, too. Well, I understand. Mick, you're in the hideout on road radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Yo. buddy. Yo, I got a sign for you, man. I'll, I'll hook you up but from Sinorama and Ultima Springs, man. Well, we got a place that's doing one, apparently. Now. Yeah, we, we were told this week that we have one coming in, but it, it, it figures it couldn't be here by the time that a uh, news crew is in here shooting the wall. Don't be racist. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, All right, man, yeah, if y'all need one, I can hook you up. Hey, email Chunks with your info. I appreciate that. Mick, what's, right, what's the name of your business again? Sinorama and Ultima Springs. Sinorama. Nice. Brandon, you're hey, on, what's up, buddy? You're on I four. What's going on, dude? Oh, not much. I just wanted to kind of say that, like, okay, Jim Phillips is like the senior mm-hmm. in high school. You know, the monsters are kind of the junior. Shannon Burke's like the sophomore. You guys are like the freshmen. Yeah, we're getting in haze. high school. You know? No, you know what? That's a very good way of putting it. That's actually uh, a really uh, that's a good analogy to throw out there. That's pretty good, dude. Oh, come on. See, now this is just, this isn't going to help. Well, you saw the sign on West 2. No, well, you almost couldn't see the sign. You had to open up your eyes. And I look at this thing, and I just think to myself, like, now it pisses me off being in here. I know. My my eyes are just fixated on it now. I can't think about anything else. Go to West and watch the story. And you will, uh, you'll be like, oh, my God. Please. It's cringeworthy. Couple of, but we're about to get to the hideout headlines game show. Yeah, your chance to win some prizes in literally three minutes. But first, some terrifying internet facts. Just for those that don't think like satellite radio has a potential to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, global interactions in 2000, there were one billion per day, which is surprising to me. Yeah. In 2005, 15 billion per day. Wow. That's in five years. Number of blogs worldwide in 2005, 22 million. And that's a really new thing. That's only a year or so old. Well, I mean, they're, oh, but they really blew up in like the last year. That's what I'm saying. They they just really took on this year. And you got to think there's even more than that. Just for the plain and simple fact, I think MySpace has 40 million people mm-hmm. who are on it now. So that's even wrong. They figure by two, 2010, number of blogs worldwide, 1 billion. Wow. Now, this is surprising to me. In 2005, there were only 3%. Only 3% of U.S. households had a TiVo or a TiVo-like device. Ah, this last year, only 3%. I thought that it would be higher. I thought at least 10, 15. Right. Coming up, though, in 2010, mm-hmm. 70% are going to have the TiVo. That a lot of you guys, TiVo, the DVR that a lot of you use with your Bright House. Right now, it's something on uh, everybody's mind right now that, uh, hey, I really, really want one of those. I, I really think I can get a lot of use out of them. And I think 
probably this year you're going to see a bunch of people leaping to get them for uh, presents and uh, Christmas. Percentage of TV ads skipped by users that have those TiVo-like devices or the DVRs, 79%. Mm-hmm. I think the other 21, they're just in the habit of probably getting up and going and doing something during commercials, like restroom break or something like that, you know what I mean? All right, let me throw these out there. Gadgets that'll be big by 2010. Mm-hmm. Satellite radio. Do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely will uh, will jump leaps and bounds because uh, what's it? Five million for XM and three million for uh, for uh, uh, Sirius so far. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be huge by 210. Uh, plasma and high def televisions. Like percentage of people you think will have those by 2010? I would say it, actual high def televisions that they're using. Because a lot of people have high def now, but they aren't actually using the high def because pl- it, t- it takes a lot of uh, right. uh, of uh, equipment to get really working. I would say 40%, because I think it's less than uh, like 5% right I now. I might my words now. Pull this piece of tape for uh, four years from now. 67% will have high def or plasma TVs. Multi-internet purpose gaming systems. Like the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3. And actually using it on the net. Right. And you like using it for everything. I bet number of households would be up near 70%. Really? I, I'll go a little lower and say 40%. Everybody has kids, man. And then guys are growing up, too. Mm-hmm. Or not grown up. Mm-hmm. Phones with full video cameras and MP3 players. Sort of a iPod and phone all together in one. I'd love to see the statistic for the people who had cell phones like in 93 mm-hmm. compared to now. Because if you don't have a cell phone now, you're some sort of Neanderthal. Or even 95 or 90, you know, in, right. you know mid-90s uh, co- uh, compared to early 90s. But the ones with full video cameras or the MP3 players, because now the iPod's starting to melt mm-hmm. with those. I think with the singular. What do you think? I'm thinking the pe- now people using them. Yeah. But otherwise, I think it's going to be probably somewhere around 85 percent because most phones are just going to come with that. Yeah. And then finally, hybrid cars. I think we're all forced going to not by 2010, but I bet it's going to be a, at least triple, if not quadruple, what it is now. I, I see a big jump happening by 2010 with the hybrid cars. I say. Forty percent of the cars on the road, uh, the new cars on the road will be hybrid. All right, call right now for the Hideout Headlines game show. Real fast, Triple C in Melbourne, you're first up before we get to the break. What do you got, dude? Hey, right on, guys. I just wanted to agree with you all and uh, give you props for the way you're looking at satellite radio and stuff, you know. Um, the attitude I'm hearing on the rest of the dial from other hosts and stuff like that saying that uh, satellite's not going to be anything and they don't need it and stuff, you know, it's... It's cool that you guys are into it. And, well, I mean, and, you know, I mean, it's like cable television. And, you know, thirty you know, years ago. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think local radio is going to die because of it. I definitely think it'll take a hit, but I don't think it's going to actually die because of it. For radio people, it just opens up more options, more places to work, more things to do. It, it really gives you more. Yeah, it's, it's great. Broadcasting to a farmer in the middle of Idaho, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, and the other imagine. the other thing about it too, Triple C is, I mean, Clear Channel, they know what they're doing. That's why you know they they had some holdings and they did some stuff, and why the monsters and the Phillips file. Or on XM. I mean, I think they realize the potential of satellite. Anyone who says it's not going to be a big deal is kidding themselves. Yeah, or maybe exactly. even afraid. Thank you, Triple C. We're going to take a break and come back. Hideout Headlines Game Show is next on Real Radio 104.1. It's Real Radio 104.1, half and dubs. She kind of ruins it. The thing gives at the end. And we switched up the music. 
Is it Sanford and Son? Yes, it is. I think I like Sanford and Son a lot more than Dallas. I'm I like I like Dallas, but uh, I'm digging the Sanford and Son. Um, all right, here we go. Five categories: World, National, Local, Sports, Entertainment, True, False, Multiple Choice, Fill in the Blank. Uh, the unpaid producer Gibbs is your host. He's going to have a lot of energy, and we're going to give away prizes for headlines in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. We'll start off with Tommy. Which category would you like, my friend? Um, let's go with sports. All right, here's sports with Gibbs. All right, man. Uh, the sports question is a multiple choice. Which yeah, man. Former, <laughs> which former Major League Baseball player was elected to the Hall of Fame today? A. Jim Rice. B. Dale Murphy. C. Bruce Sutter. Or D. Dave Parker. Uh, B. Uh, actually, it was C. Bruce Sutter. Uh, were the other ones up for it? Who else got into the Hall of Fame today? Um, there was a list. All those guys were up for it. I'm not sure if he was the only one. Uh, he bar- he barely made it though, because I guess you have to have 390 votes to get in. Right. Which is 75%, and he got 400, so he just barely made it in. Here's the thing, Bruce Sutter. Never even heard of him. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he's only the fourth relief pitcher to make it into the Hall of Fame. I don't think you're getting in if you're doing relief, mm. unless you're like a Dennis Eckersley or a Lee Smith. I've never even heard of this guy. Yeah, I don't think he should be in. All right, pass that along to uh, Cooperstown. Tell him the hideout isn't interested in this Sutter character, and uh, we need to move on and open up spaces uh, for potentially an, a Pudge Rodriguez when he retires. Let's move on to uh, Matt in Orlando, the Hideout Headlines game show on Real Radio 104.1. Matt, which category would you like, my friend? World, national, local, or entertainment? Uh, Let's go with local. All right, here's local news with Gibbs. All right, local's a fill-in-the-blank. A pair of armed robbers released two hostages, but still held one person inside a blank during a day-long standoff today with sheriff's deputies near Walt Disney World. Uh, it was the Merchantile Bank. Yep, that's right. All right, on. You're aware. Awesome. Hang tight. Right, give me the details on this, Gibbs, because I don't know too much about it. Um, well, I guess they've been holding these people hostage in here in the in the bank for a while, and uh, today they turned over some hostages for like lighters and cigarettes and stuff like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. That just goes to show you how strong of an addiction that is. Oh yeah. I'll trade you two hostages for uh, uh, a uh, pack of Luckies. Please, anything. Give me I'll the, even take basics. Give me those P-Funks and some matches, and you can have the women and children. Well, that's good to know that the hostages hostages have gotten out okay, then. Yeah, there's still one left, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, let's try to stay on top of that story the, <clears throat> the rest of the night, then. 407-916-104. I don't know why I'm giving out phone numbers. Lines are packed. Uh, um, if it's busy, sorry. Let's move on to who's been holding on the next longest. Go down here to Dave. On I-4. You ready, Dave? Yeah, man. What's going on? All right, buddy. World, national, or entertainment? I'll go with national, please. Here's national news with Gibbs. All right. National's a multiple choice. The mummified body of a woman who didn't want to be buried was found in a chair in front of her blank two and a half years after her death today. Fill in the blank. What was she found in front of? It was A, either A, a computer, B, a television, C, kitchen table, or D, a car. Oh, she was upstairs in her house, um, and her ear fell off. I heard that. Huh. Yeah, pretty disgusting. I'm going to say she was in front of her computer. Oh, close. It was B, television. Oh. I'm sorry. You, you seemed like you knew a lot about it, but you didn't know she was sitting in front of her TV. What was she watching? Nightclub? Sanford and Son? Probably. 
I don't know. Golden Girls. She did I thought she was part of the cast. <laughs> she looks like it. So I I saw this though where they had her kind of they had the air conditioning right upstairs so she was pretty much mummifying. Yeah. And then the air conditioner went out. She probably, and, she probably had more life in her than B. Arthur's crotch. And the body started to uh, stink after the air conditioner went out. I'm sure. Now is this really a problem? I I kind of uh, respect it because I don't want to really be pumped full of all this kind of uh, crap when you uh, die and get buried like that. I'd rather be buried naturally. So I, I think it, it makes sense. Why even like bury you naturally? Why don't we just turn you into a uh, Sadie Lou like cat climber toy? I would like that. You can uh, stuff me and make me Sadie Lou's friend. And we'll turn Tommy into a life-size Patrick Bateman doll. Action figure. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's going to get it out of his bag now. I Here's what I'd like to do with my body. If we're not just throwing bodies away and putting them into the ground, mm-hmm. which I think is stupid, just taking up land, to be honest with you. I would like for you to stuff me and just put me, like, up in the last row of the American Airlines Center in Dallas so that I, and put me in my Mavericks gear so I can watch games. Any stupid foam fingers? Yeah, I don't even stick around and watch the stars. It says we've never been number one. I'll learn to like cocky in the afterlife. Mm. All right. That seems like hell to me. Let's go to, uh, is this Bobo in Orlando? Yeah, that's me. All right, buddy. Which category would you like, world or entertainment? Give me entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, entertainment is true or false. Lindsay Lohan is appalled by the Vanity Fair article released last week in which she confessed to dabbling in drugs and battling bulimia. True or false? That is true. She is appalled. Why is she appalled? She said it. Here's, I don't know. Here's what I'm appalled and offended by. Those freckles on the cover of Vanity Fair. I like to throw that to a special needs kid and have him play Connect the Dots for 50 hours. I'm appalled that uh, I didn't catch her on her drug run. Because that's when she definitely would have been the easiest. And you know, probably, allegedly, I don't know anything, but you got to figure, the way she lost weight... There's probably either some sort of bulimia or anorexia or crystal meth and coke, coke. thing going. Yep. I, you don't need uh, bulimia or anorexia when you have coke. And that's the one thing, though. She didn't lose her boobs, so they have to be fake. She lost all that weight and kept her boobs? Yeah. We learned a lot about you, Lindsay. And I like. One of the things we learned in 05 is that you can't sing. <laughs> song was awful. Alright, let's uh, wrap up the Hideout Headlines game show. Who's been on hold the next longest? Let's go to Mark in Orlando. Hey, Mark. Hey. Alright, you are left with World. World. Alright, World is fill in the blank. Eight-year-old turkey girl Sumaya Mama. <laughs> Come on, can you at least try to learn the name of uh, the girl? I don't do turkey people's names. Go ahead. All right, yeah, that girl has been confirmed to have picked up the deadly H5N1 strain of blank after tenderly kissing and petting her dead chickens. What did she catch? Uh, Bird flu. That is correct. You're a winner, Mark. Hang tight. So she kissed a chicken and got the bird flu from it. All right, here's what happened, apparently. Eight-year-old had chickens in her backyard. She loved them as pets. She uh, would feed them, pet them, take care of them. When they started to get sick and die, she hugged and kissed them tenderly goodbye. (laughs) 
The next morning, her face and eyes were swollen, and she had a high fever. She was taken to the hospital, and it turned out uh, she has a strain of the bird flu. Now, I, I didn't know it was that contagious in which you could uh, get it from, like, just touching or kissing the animal. I thought you had, like, to eat the infected uh, animal. I think you got a better shot of not getting it if you cook the bird. I would think if you cook the bird... No one cooks stuff correctly anymore, though. Oh, I overcook. I like my stuff burned, in fact. I guess the bird was, like, coughing or something, and the chick was... Birds can't cough. I don't know what it was doing. No, how do birds cough? I don't know. It was hacking or something. I don't know how chickens get when they get sick, but... They don't start coughing and hacking like uh, a human being. But apparently the girl got some of the germs in her hand while she was loving the chicken and started rubbing her eyes. You can't say that on radio. You can't? Giving hand love to chickens? That's egg on my face. It's not egg. All right, you know, and you shouldn't do puns like that on the radio either. But here's the thing. Do we got to now start specifically laying out, like, warnings? Uh, do not love, kiss, engage in sexual acts, pose nude with, feed the worm to, take out to dinner, pose with family photos, play frisbee, use as a valet, or spoon your chicken. Engaging in any of these acts could result in the bird flu. Why take all the fun out of life? That's what I ask you. you if, I, if I can't do that with a chicken... What's what's uh, what's the life worth then? Isn't the story too that her dad was even saying, "Hey, stay away from the birds." Yeah, he was he was literally just kind of like, "All right, don't go out and touch that chicken," and she kind of just snuck off. Is that your Turkish accent? Maybe it's really good. It's dead on, dude. You just hit it out of the park. (laughs) Hmm. All right. Well, a little girl. Is she gonna die, Gibbs? Give us some good news. Uh, probably. Oh, come on, I just asked you for good news. It's not that bad news. Yeah, just, she's Little, from Turkey. She's not worth as much as an American. By the way, the uh, Hideout Headlines game show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally eight ninety nine, starting as low as two ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market with over over forty thousand square feet of quality home furniture, fifty to seventy percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road four thirty six in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club, four zero seven three three two thirteen fourteen. Can I have uh, Gibbs take us to break in uh, his Turkish accent? In a second, Jack in Orlando, you're in the hideout, but you bet. Go ahead, Jack. Hey, how are you guys? I want to make a. Hello, Ed. You there? Oh, his phone died. Hmm. His phone has the bird flu. All right, Gibbs, uh, take us to break uh, in your Turkish accent. All right, y'all, don't turn your radio stations because we're going to break, and don't touch it because you'll get bird flu. Now. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. We're live on a Tuesday night. It's El Hefe and J-Dubs. 407 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Dubs, I just started the uh, Fedra pills today. How you liking them? Oh, boy. Woo. They get you going, don't they? Woo. You bet. It's better than coffee. Oh, yeah. See, I, I've taken diet pills before, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't hop on the bandwagon until after Fedra had gotten uh, like kicked out by the FDA. Now mm-hmm. it's back. It's back with a bang, baby. So back. you're digging it? Oh, please. I, uh, the one thing is, if you don't keep on drinking water with it, though, you're going to be uh, having a hard time doing a number two. Chunks. I am out of water. I am, too. 
I don't need it now. You can wait till the commercial break. No, I need it now. No, he can. Try not to vandalize any cars while you go get it. You can wait. Um, why? Well, you keep alluding to that, and we'll get to that later. Um, but a Dubs, a new study, has linked obesity and heart problems. Northwestern University researchers tracked uh, about 18,000 patients for three decades and found out that being overweight in midlife uh, substantially increased the risk of dying from heart disease later. That's a duh stat. Do, do tax dollars actually go to these studies? People get grants for this stuff. Man. Oh, why? It's such a, a commonplace fact. You know that. You know if you're fat, your heart's not going to do as well as someone who's in better shape. Oh, hold on. We got breaking news coming in. Hold on. I guess according to uh, Northwestern University, uh, fat people can't run as fast as uh, smaller people. Wow. So that's wow. That's uh, that's that's just a, a breaking news stat that everybody you know needs to pay for for these studies to be done. All right. Now here's this other thing too. All right. Now I wonder where you stand on this. Okay. Stuff. Binge eating. Uh, most Italians feel more guilt over. Uh, overeating than they do about cheating on their partners, according to a survey. Um, apparently, sexual infidelity came in at the bottom of the magazine's Seven Deadly Sins uh, behind neglecting friends and family, failing at work, and not looking after one's physique. Now, hold on a second. I guess it would be... What are the Seven Deadly Sins? Do we know them? There's sloth. Hold on a second. Sloth? Which is, I think, the overeating thing. or No, that's no. gluttony. That's yeah, gluttony. gluttony. All right. Sloth is what I would call Gibbs. Mm. Sloth is uh, being lazy. Oh, okay. That is one, too. All right. Envy? Envy. Uh, I think right. lust. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Is lust a seven deadly sin? I yeah. believe so. Yep. All right. Lust? All I can think of right now is that, that one scene from seven. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, vanity. Vanity. So Smurf, too. The gay one. That's ironic. Sin and Smurf. All right, so that's five. Lust, sloth, gluttony, envy, vanity. All right, we're going to need a little help. 407 What are the other two? Um, The other two seven deadly All right, sins. what do we have so far? Coveting thy neighbor's wife. Is that one? That's no, a, that's a, that's a uh, commandment. Well, who the hell can tell the difference? Okay, because the seven deadly sins are one word. All right, lust, sloth, gluttony, envy, uh, vanity. Hey, Gibbs. I hear him. I'd get it. Real Radio, you're on the air. What's your name? Hey, what's your name? You're on the air. I lost you, man. You're looking for greed. Greed. Greed, and what's the other one? Ah, that's the only one he had. Right, he only had greed. Real radio, you on the air. It's uh, the hideout. What's your name? It's Jason. Jason. All right, we got sloth, lust, gluttony, envy, vanity, greed. What's the last one? My bad. I was looking for greed. Mm. Oh, you had greed too, huh? All right. Let's see. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. This should be something that, something that everybody knows, even especially after uh, 7 came out. Well, how do we not know? Exactly. Everybody should know the the seven deadly sins. Double M and Edgewater, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Double M? Pride is the last one you're looking for. Pride? Uh, isn't pride like the same as... 
like being too proud. Isn't that the like same as vanity, being though? And humility. What's that? Isn't that the same as vanity, though? No, vanity is more like being in love with yourself. Proud is like too proud to accept help and do it on your own and getting yourself in trouble. All right, I don't know if pride is one. All right, hideout heretic double M. Thank you, buddy. All right, ladies first in the hideout. Holly, what do you got, Holly? I have the ending of the movie for you. The Seven Deadly Sins. The last one is Revenge. I, I, if you if you remember Kevin Spacey. No, his was uh, Envy. Kevin Spacey's was no. Envy. He was uh, envious oh, of. All right, I know that you're the radio guy, but let me talk. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Kevin Spacey says he's guilty of Envy, mm-hmm. right? Which you got. And he wants to make Brad Pitt commit the seventh sin, which is revenge. All right, well, I'll put down revenge, Holly. Thank you. We're the radio guys. I dubs you almost. You almost called her a name. Thank you for holding. The c word. Yeah, I know. You can't say that here. Uh, oh, what if Julie in Orlando? You're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Julie? Okay, they're all wrong. I I thought so. According to America's Next Top Model, which had all the models doing the seven <laughs> seven sins, the seven deadly sins, the last one is fury. I know fury. that for a fact. Yes, it's yes. fury. All right, and that's according to Tyra Banks. <laughs> that's according to well, yes, yes it is. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Appreciate it. I believe she's right with the fury, though. Right, I'm getting all kinds of conflicting reports. Let's go to Gene uh, in Orlando. Janine, you're in the hideout. We got Janine. Hello. Yep. The last deadly sin is wrath. Wrath. I think that's it. That's yeah. is that what you're getting on the instant messenger over yeah, there, Chunks? Um, Wild Hawks telling me that. All right, wrath. And you know what? Eric in Orlando is also saying wrath. Thank you, Janine. Is you confirming that, Eric? Yeah. Okay, right. All right, so here they are. Eric, all right, I'm going to list them off and let's see if you uh, agree. Dumb bitch right. saying revenge. Yeah. All right, now you can call her a name because she was wrong. Lust, sure. sloth, gluttony, envy, vanity, greed, wrath. Yeah, that's it. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate the phone call. All right, now we're all worked out. Mm-hmm. Those are the seven deadly sins. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. And when we come back, I want you to rank them in order. Okay. Like where they rank for you? I'm still kind of hooked on this whole uh, the uh, the study on obesity is linked to heart problems. Do we have breaking news? I think so. What's the breaking news, J-Dubs? Fat people enjoy sweatpants. All right. So just then, that... there's a study out there that fat people enjoy sweatpants. All right. So Northwestern University breaking the obvious. I can tell you, when I was overweight, nothing but sweats. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs live on a Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, so a lot of people were right when we were talking about these seven deadly sins. Terry sent me a good email from deadlysins.com. Uh, pride is also uh, pretty much known as vanity. So okay. That, that is, but I think pride may have even been what was in the movie. Uh, envy, gluttony, lust, um, let's see, wrath, and, um, there are a few others over here, sloth, Mm -hmm. greed, so there they are. All right, I've ranked mine. I'd rather go from one to seven, as far as seven seven cents go. This is all kind of based on an Italian survey about what's worse Binge eating or being unfaithful. Here's why I'm at, Dubs. 
Uh, for me, the worst one, greed. I think greed ends up uh, causing the most issues. I think number two is envy. Number three, wrath. Number four, gluttony, which I am uh, com- completely guilty of, constantly. Probably more than any other. Five, pride. Six, sloth. I'd say six and four are probably the ones I'm guilty of the most. Uh, gluttony and sloth, just being lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And seven, lust. To me, lust is uh, stupid. There's no reason for that to even be a sin. I, I would say maybe I'm guiltiest of that. Mm-hmm. If I could get girls. And when I can start getting them, look out. I will be lustful. Wow. You have to get rid of the gluttony to get uh, to the lust. Yeah, and that's part of the problem, to be honest with you. I mean, more than anything else. And you know what? Maybe that's one of those things that the um, Northwestern University mm-hmm. putting out the survey or the study about obesity and heart problems. Oh, uh, hold on a second. We got breaking news from them. Okay, this just in from Northwestern University. Our tax dollars paying for the following study. Fat people are mouth breathers. So, mm. yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know why they got to, you know, follow them around for three decades to see that. But apparently they do. Well, you know. All right, Dubs, you list the seven deadly sins according to you. All right, I'm, uh, I'm missing one right now. Um, but my uh, number one is wrath. Really? Yeah. Uh, n- number two, envy. Number three, vanity. Number four, lust. Number six, sloth. And number seven, uh, or whatever, uh, last one, gluttony. So lust. Where did you have lust? Lust was uh, five, I guess. All right. So do you think maybe the whole issue is that with us, um, like the stuff we're guilty of, eh, I can go <laughs> yeah, down toward the bottom. Bad. Yeah, I, I don't find what I do terribly uh, hurting anything. All right, Matt Albert sends this to Tommy. I'll remember he ranked greed so high when he's oh. asking for rent. Yes, greed. That was number one. All right, here's the thing, you fat bastard. You realize how many of these that you, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Albert, fall into? Just sloth and uh, gluttony. Actually, a lot like me. Oh, no, he's pretty vengeful, too. Yeah, I'd the wrath. wrath. Wrath is right up there with him Lost, as well. Man, I mean, he wants every chick and every oh, dude's chick, too. The only like- thing he doesn't do is vanity. And why would he? Look at that. Mm-hmm. That poop body of his. Just like a big turd. <laughs> That's racist. No, it is. Look at him. It's like a dog went in the yard and just dropped a deuce. It's a living cow pie? I would. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. right, Dubs, we're already up on a break. We're late this uh. hour. This hour, but I do want to talk about the binge eating being worse and being uh, unfaithful. Also, we're talking about that uh, the new study that links obesity to heart problems, and it's kind of a stupid uh, study that they did over at Northwestern University. And actually, there is more breaking news from Northwestern University. Study says fat people carry an odd smell. I just told you about Matt being like poop. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Tuesday night. 
1041 and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Oh, we got, hold on, we got breaking news. In conjunction with the Northwestern University study linking obesity to heart problems, it's just in. Uh, fat people tend to sweat unprovoked. So that's uh, breaking news from Northwestern University of a study. Seems pretty done. obvious. They always sweat just sitting there watching a movie. Well, you would think, you know, mm-hmm. obesity to heart problems, that mm-hmm. would be too, but... Uh, Mike in St. Cloud, you're in the High Dad Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Mike! Can you hear me? Yep. Can hear you now? Mike, you there? All right, he has a bad phone, so no, we can't hear you. Uh, all right, Deb, so I said this before. Because all this whole seven deadly sins, the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, was related to this uh, survey in some Italian magazine about the seven deadly sins and binge eating. Most Italians feel more guilty about overeating than they do cheating on their partners. So, now, I mean... I would I would think the only reason that would be is because, you know, you binge eat, and then you can't cheat on your partner. It makes it a little more difficult to cheat on your partner. Oh, yeah, for fat, getting laid, it's tougher. Yeah. I, now, let me ask you this. Is the worst thing you can be this in this day and age, is it fat? I would say, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty tough thing to deal with because everybody's, uh, it's a pretty acceptable thing to make fun of you about. It really, uh, is, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of the, one last politically correct things you can still make fun of someone over. What if it was like fat and Muslim? The, like the, the two, uh, like an enemy combatant. Although, I mean, do you notice that Muslim... I, I, would, I would say it's rad. Uh, it's wrong to call him like a fat rag or something. I would think that would be oh, that'd be terrible. On. I think it's just as wrong as calling someone a yeah any other name. Although you you notice Muslim people don't really tend to be fat. I've well, they 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 usually stay away from the pork. Ah, the pork's a uh, a pretty yeah, but pretty fattening thing. Pork chops taste good. Right, how about a midget? What if you're a fat midget? Aren't all of them? I've never really seen a truly thin midget. They're always a little plump. At best, they're stocky. Yeah, exactly. They're never like really rotund obese either. They there's a there's one basic model for a midget body, and basically all of them stick to it. Kind of a gut, weird ass, and fat hands, bow legs. Oh, about mm-hmm. the thick wrists. Of course, I think it was about the same. I don't think. Sit here and describe everything, do I? I know. What do you think about this? I honestly believe. Odd eyes. Relating to all that, I stopped picking. It's bad enough. Oh, hold on. I'm just getting this from multiple sources. Breaking news. This is coming from uh, Dez and uh, Matt Albert. This just in. Northwestern University study says fat people prefer elevators over stairs. Mm. I guess uh, the same, pe- the same uh, great minds who did the Northwestern study for the uh, the fat people linked to heart disease came give, up with that one. Give them a uh, give them a grant mm-hmm. with our tax dollars. Um, all right, so Dubs, let me ask you honestly: Is getting fat in a relationship a legitimate reason to cheat? Like, uh, if your partner's fat, does that give you a reason to say, "Hey, you aren't the girl I or guy I." came to know 
so uh, I'm going to go find something that still will get me excited. Because in a way, you're almost entering a contract mm-hmm. of sorts, you know? Like, hey, I'm with you because I fell in love with a body that is you know, this original body. Body and mind. I mean, age will take its toll, but when you uh, take it up, up to another level, you're saying, of uh, kind of letting yourself go on top of the age factor, is that a reason to cheat? I think so because you're almost. I, I think you're. Le- yeah, because you're letting yourself go. I think it's a reason for divorce. I would support someone's reason to divorce someone because of that. Well, why? But not to cheat. Don't break up a family. What, what do you think you're doing when you're cheating? You're gonna break up that family one way or another. One uh, sooner or later, you will get caught. Two letters. D L. Down low. Keep. It I don't on. know what what's going on with the gay lingo anymore. No, that's I not. That's really not kept up on it. That's from the hood. Oh. Jim and Kissimmee, you're on the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Jim? What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? All right, buddy. Well, I just heard a little comment you guys were saying about never seeing a real thin uh, midget. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My my buddy John, man, and check this out. This guy works at ballet. It's crazy. He'll pull around any car. He can reach the pedals. It's weird. But dude is a midget, and he's thin. He's built like crazy. He's tatted up, and he pulls all kind of chicks. Bring him in here. Yeah. I want to meet him. I want to meet, meet Hercules. He, dude, he will, he's a part of your two, man. He'd love to come in and hang out with oh, you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, come on, Jim. Bring him up, dude. you got to make that happen. Don't be selfish. you got to be somebody. Yeah. Hogging the, the midget to yourself. All right, K-Mike says he has it on very good authority. He didn't do a study, though, but just he has it on very good authority that fat people weigh more than skinny people. That's not breaking news, but this is. Uh, study says that tying shoes for fat people is difficult. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, arms are a little fatter, stomach's fatter, can't bend over the same way they used to be able to. Now, let's say you're with a chick, and she just can't tie her shoes the way she used to. That's reason to get out there and creep, right? I think it's a reason to divorce. I Again, say you why leave. Or... Why are you breaking up families? You go through counseling for that. Well, you go through a gym to get your uh, shoes being able to be tied again. No, you don't. You go down to the blue room, find yourself a nice girl, and use her for one night and one night only. Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Nick? What's happening, man? I I know why midgets look kind of plump. Okay. That's, okay. The, the reason, what's wrong with them is their, their bone structure has been kind of stunted. Their muscle mass is the same as, like, your average person. That's why they look kind of plump. And the reason I know this is because in high school I had to wrestle one because I was in wrestling. <laughs> so was it like was and, and it... the little the little guy was just as strong, if not stronger, than I was. And I, I oh, I, all the all those muscles are just packed up into one nice little package. Yeah, it's exactly, dense. and that's why they look plump. Now let me ask you: Was it like did you feel weird like you were wrestling like some sort of a toddler? Well, yeah, man, I, I totally underestimated him, and he almost beat me. It was it was really bad. Oh, uh, like, how did his singlet fit? I'm, I'm sure uh, it's just hanging. Uh, no, it wasn't hanging. I mean, they make them all different sizes. But it was definitely different. There's no doubt about it. And there's no way you could have been the guy who lost to the midget. Yeah. You, you, no, you would no have to quit the team. No way I was going to let that happen. <laughs> what, do you but, think, what do you think would have been worse, uh, losing to a midget or losing to a girl? Uh, losing to a girl, certainly. I, uh, I've seen... Because we've wrestled girls before, and some yeah. of the guys on my team lost to a chick. Oh, God, it was the worst. Because I, I'm telling you, like, every everybody respected the midget guy because, I mean, he, he would kick the crap out of you. There's no doubt about it. All right, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. There's this, um, I think he was a wrestler, and now he does, like, uh, submission wrestling. Dink? Yeah. There's this, like, guy, he has, 
he just has like down to his elbows and like part of his legs and like he can't like you know walk around but he like kicks people's ass i've seen him submit people and get them in arm bars and stuff it's it's, hmm. it's embarrassing but i mean this one guy i saw him fighting was having this trouble he just could not beat the guy he couldn't do anything to the no uh, arm no was he a, was he a skinny midget or fat midget um, or, you know, just the, uh, the run well, of the I don't know if he was a midget. He was just had no arms and no legs. I guess he was short by default. He was, was he a retard? He, no, he was handicapable. That's what he was. Actually, I can see if I can find the video. I'll send it to you. You know, maybe I'm all wrong about there's no skinny midgets out there. They just don't make clothes that fit them right. They're just hanging off them. Why, do, why is there... I would love for there to be, like, a specialty store. Oh, Because what? what do they have to do? They have to go to, like, the children's... The downstairs at Dillard's? Oh, yeah, they have to sit there and uh, wear a Pokemon shirt. Like, and uh, like a rube. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're just regular-sized... Um, uh, Sitting there with Spider-Man underwear on. Swim gear, but they they look like jams on them. There was a show on TV last night. It was all about a whole midget family. And it was two midgets that married and had three little midget kids. And they're playing soccer and everything. It's the funniest thing in the world to watch. Like, the the wife gets excited because she gets a new car with the pedals in it. And she starts jumping up and down. It's just like, like a rabbit or something. Like an inch? Yeah. Well, they do have strong hind legs. <laughs> I wonder how high they can jump. I think dunking for them is like, you know, and a four-footer. Let me ask you this. Are little people... Because I don't like you using derogatory terms like midgets. Well, how is that derogatory? Or dwarfs. How Look, is that ever uh, used to put them down? Little people. Elf. Are they allowed in the Special Olympics? They should be. I think I think there's a different Olympics for uh, disabled people. Like I don't, I don't think the Paralympics would uh, involve midgets, but there has to be some kind of disabled, like physically disabled Olympics. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. And if there is, I want tickets. I'm surprised that people really are, do agree with me. That if you get fat, or getting fat in a relationship is a legitimate reason to cheat. I don't think so. I don't think it's a reason to cheat. I think it's uh, grounds for divorce. If uh, you you say, hey, judge, here's a picture of when we got married. Here's a picture of now. This fat bitch has got to go. I think that is reason for divorce. That's not reason to go out and cheat on her behind her back. Here are the thongs she would wear before. Here are the granny panties she wears now. Look at the stains. It looks like she uh, spilled coffee on these things. I don't know what's going on. She's secreting stuff I've never even heard of before. Could you imagine how embarrassing that would be, you know, if you're in divorce court? Just just talking about how fat you are. Exhibit A, a jar of her sweat. Uh, uh, you'll need to sniff to get the full effect. Here's the cushion she sits on every day, and just the rank, uh, salty smell that comes off of it every day now. Here's Exhibit C. You'll see in her stretch pants. I don't want to hear about Exhibit C. The, oh. the inner thigh has worn away. I can't even... I can't even uh, pleasure Exhibit C anymore. I was an idiot. Fine, <laughs> Outroar Radio 104.1. It's in the Midwest. Ohio. Nope. That's not a city. Des Moines. No. Wisconsin. No. Now, where where's the healthiest city? The healthiest city in this magazine was San Francisco. The even with the T-cells? <laughs> 
Salt Lake City. What are you talking about with the T cells? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're probably missing a few. Yeah. That's not fair. That's just a story. They should borrow some from Sacramento. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I've never been out. I think I went to California once, and I went to San Diego. Yeah, I've never been to California. I liked it. San Diego seems like a really nice town. It was really nice. It was. Weather was perfect. I hear it's perfect all the time there. Let's move to San Diego. I don't think we're West Coast guys. No. We are definitely Midwest or South guys. I think we're... Really? Yeah. Shaped like it. Damn. We could change. We watch Becker. It's definitely a Midwest thing to do. Maybe what we do is we change our uh, our attitudes. We get in shape. Hmm. Seems like too much work. It is, man. Being pretty is hard work. Aren't you the uh, fitness friend, though? Didn't we determine that yesterday? Okay, I said that I wasn't. I think you are. Big workout guy. <laughs> if we're talking about those kind of workouts, yes. Uh, you know what, Dubs? Let's uh let's open up the phones. Open phones, hey hideout. Whatever you want to talk about, it's time for your unscreen phone calls. And we'll also chat it up with our buddy Bizarro Jesus who is here and see what he's got going down at the blue room tonight. It's your chance. You can either sit there uh passively and be nobody, or you can call in and comment on anything that's gone on today or in the world. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for your unscreen phone calls. Come on into the Hideout. It's your chance to be somebody. Instead of just sitting there, you get to throw out. Here's some of the stuff we've covered for you, too, here uh, tonight in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We talked about satellite radio and our uh, half-assed sign that was on WESH. Uh, some facts about the Internet, uh, the, the update. As far as the fattest cities, also whether or not binge eating is worse than uh, cheating. Yeah, cheating on your uh, spouse. There's a lot of stuff we've thrown out there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Open phones, be somebody in the hideout. Jonathan in Orlando, you're first up. What's up, Jonathan? Uh, I just wanted to tell J-Dubs I'm sorry I didn't tell him I was gay before we took a shower together. I'm sorry. Again. That was something implied. You don't have to go out and say it. Uh, that does lead me to a question, though, Dubs. Do you shower with your chick? I have. Do you like it? Um, no, not really, because I'm I'm just standing behind her and getting like just half of a half of a stream of water on me, freezing. It just becomes a pain in the ass. Maybe if I had one of those really nice showers, you know, where you know you got like a few spouts going everywhere. Right. I'd enjoy it more, but when you're standing in that small ass tub, surrounded by grime and filth, and then you're naked well, girlfriend the hogging all the water. Use a little bleach. I try. Maybe on the tub than her. Mix it I, up. I've washed your mouth out before. Have you ever showered with a woman, Chunks? Uh, no. Never really gotten gotten to. I'm lucky I've even had sex. I'm going to be honest, and it's not looking any better for 2006. Hmm. 
Now, with uh, Chunks, if a, if a girl showered with him, they'd end up probably cleaning with a dog with that big brush on his back and everything. And... That are actually putting the bleach and uh, Comet on his head because of his Brillo Pat hair. He'd end up with uh, poodle bows in his hair. And what is it about the showers down here, too, where the mold just grows insanely fast in the shower? I, I know with the uh, with us, with the bottom floor, they told us just to expect it. You know, living on the bottom floor. I'm on the floor. top floor and it's happening. Oh, really? Just insane mold in yeah. the bathroom. In the toilets, too, right? Yeah, the toilet. Like a, 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 on the upper ring, you have to clean it every week just to get all the mold out. And how the hell do you drink the water if it's causing that? You don't. You don't have any of those problems, Tommy? No. In Chunks' bathroom, you do. Well, I don't use that. Ever. You know what? I actually went to the restroom in Tommy's bathroom over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I got a fit. I got, it was like being at your grandma's because it was spotless. And so you know, maybe a kid, you'll miss a little bit or get something on the like the you better not have the toilet seat or the, like the the rim where the toilet seat sits. I grab the toilet paper and wipe it off like I'm at grandma's house. I thought oh, you should have told me. I would have like just disinfected everything. I thought you were gonna say I had the uh, help bench in the shower. Oh, that's for other things. Mm-hmm. To bend them over. Hey, hideout. Unscreened phone calls. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout and we're ready. What do you got, Nightmare Dave? What's up, guys? Hey, dude. Yep. I see. My opinion. I think cheating is worse than binge eating because binge eating, you're just hurting yourself. Where cheating, you're hurting yourself and your significant other. I don't think you're hurting yourself with uh, cheating. I think you're hurting someone well, else. Yeah, that's true. But you're, you're helping yourself else versus just yourself. Yeah, yeah. you're releasing the demons. Yeah, and uh, and with I'm so glad I moved out of Kissimmee because look at this what happened the two days in a row the guy with the carjackings and then the bank robberies. Right, now what did, did did the bank robbery thing has that been solved? I mean, did they get is it all wrapped uh, up? I don't know. Last I heard, they were they the guys had left and still had they were in a car and they still had one hostage. Wow. All right, now I thought I saw on television though where it was all so right, we got to oh, find. Oh, did they finally finish it up? Yeah, we're gonna have to get some info on that. All right, Nightmare Dave, thank you, buddy. All right, all right later. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. And hideout black cat reminds us that eating ain't cheating. Again, uh, goes without saying. That's just understood. Mike in Pine Hills, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Noise, Jeffrina, puppy. Mike's peepee is bigger than Chunk. All right. <laughs> Tyler in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Chunks is a big game move. <laughs> he's on every line. Let's see if he's got the trifecta. Uh, do we have the trifecta? Papa John, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? I want to say first, uh, great show. Thank you. And Funniest night show in America. The intro is, is badass. Yes, thank you. I did that. And uh, back from Friday where you were talking about Hostel, I went and saw that Friday night. All right, now, and... somebody called me yesterday during Hey Hideout and gave me crap about it, saying that it wasn't as hardcore. Uh, what did you think, dude? Uh, I about threw up with the eyeball scene. Okay, thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying the person who called me yesterday um, is on the verge of being a serial killer. If well, they aren't on the ver, if you're not about to throw up, then you have some serious uh, tendencies. Well, my girlfriend actually laughed at that, and I told her <laughs> I think she is a serial killer. Okay, well, if your girl's laughing at that, then you could probably put things in bad places. Oh yeah, and she'll giggle at that too. So but I'm sure naughty area looks like a raccoon that's been bashed <laughs> with a bat. But you're uh, you're actually very very lucky there, Papa John. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you. Car to trim. Oh wow. Ah, uh, yeah, this is uh, from Wesh.com. After more than 10 hours, the hostage standoff at the bank has ended. Hostage was successfully rescued. One of the suspects was killed by one of the county snipers. Ooh. Get the hell out of here. 
Oh, wow. All right, 407-916-1041, You just got to think, when you're at the point of taking hostages, it's not going to end good. No, there's no way of getting out of that. Are there ever any movies where that ends positively? Uh, Till Dawn. He got away. You're right, he did. But mm-hmm. he lost his brother. Whatever, his brother was a scumbag. <laughs> he was a scumbag racist, uh, rapist. Yeah. And racist, I think. No, he wasn't racist, he was just... Hey, hide out on-screen phone calls, 407-916-1041. He just liked to rape. Angel and Kissimmee are in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? What up, buddy? Hey, not much. It was just to let you guys know, which you guys already heard it. One of the uh, one of the bank robbers was killed, and uh, uh, they got they were able to rescue the hostage. So. All right. Well, so all the hostages got out. That's great news. They're all safe. All right. Thank you, buddy. Right. I appreciate Thank the info. A info. Yeah. The the hostage thing when you're surrounded, you might as well just give yourself up. Yeah. Who whoever thinks that's going to be a good idea? You Even to rob a bank. The chase. What's the chase? With uh, with uh, Charlie Sheen? Never seen it. He took a hostage and... Is that with the one went... where they fell in love? Yeah. That doesn't make it... Now, do you ever think that really happens? They had sex in the speeding car? You know what? I have seen that scene. Mm-hmm. All right, have you ever had sex while driving? No. Have you ever received uh, nothing pleasures? While, nothing while driving. Oh, you're missing out. I'm sure I am. I've, uh, I've ran my hand. Oh, well, that counts. With myself. Yeah, I would say that even counts. Okay. But, all right. God, how do you not be too graphic while you're talking about this? All right, so you're driving. Mm-hmm. And she can't talk to you. All right, let's just say yeah. it like that. Or if she did, it would sound muffled. She's been talking down. Right. <laughs> She's talking down to you, quote-unquote. When, um, I'll say because this has happened to me, you know, a couple times. At that moment of pure pleasure, you genuinely do not care if you crash that car. Oh, I'm sure. You almost... It's like doing a whip it while driving. You almost welcome it. You said that wah, wah, wah. And, like, this is the way I want to go out. I wanted to be in the news and just let everyone know I was getting oral from a hot chick when I died. Imagine you survive and she dies in that area from a car crash. You're losing you just wake two, up. You're losing two people in that car crash. True. Yeah, there's no way. In fact, I... You tense up. There was a story uh. that I heard when I was growing up in Houston, allegedly, of... I don't even know if I can even say it. Well, it was, suppo- it was supposed to be of a football player. Mm-hmm. And it was an accident, and they say that's what happened, but he was with a dude. That has to be urban, urban legend. No, I mean, no, I, I know I was there. It happened. Oh, really? I mean, You I were was, there in the car? Well, I was in town. Oh, okay. <laughs> and those were the rumors, because it was two, two dudes, and one of them was a uh, pro athlete. And you lost uh, a well, part from well, it? Well, they both died from what, I, from what I recall. I remember growing up, this is like when I was in seventh grade or something. All right, uh, hey, hideout on screen phone calls real fast. Uh, Clinton Tampa, you're in the hideout. This is Brian Peppers. I just want to say, Chunks is a big game, Mo. All right, there's Brian Peppers calling us Clint from Tampa. 
hey, uh, I like that Brian Peppers better than the other Brian Peppers who calls in. The real one? Hey, Brian Peppers isn't real. Yes, I'm sure. Is. Well, I'm sure that guy will probably call in as Brian Peppers from now on. Then Brief and Beef is so great. In Brevard <laughs> here in the hideout on radio. What's up, Beef? Hey, how you guys doing? You guys ever heard of uh, Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm syndrome. Actually, I've heard of the song from the band Muse on the CD Absolution. But um, actually, that's where the hostage falls in love with the uh, with the hostage taker, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, actually, I recommend this song too. This is a great band. You should check it out. Hey, nice, uh, good job, Beef, being smart. Very good. So they actually compiled a name from it. It must have actually happened. Yeah, it was based on something I want to say that happened in Stockholm. Oh, well, that makes sense. Listen to this song. <laughs> Alright, coming up. Where, where are these guys from? Milwaukee? Chunks <laughs> 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 ran out of good guess. I had to Damn it. I had, Damn to it. Up, I had to pick up the bit. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The people on hold, if they'd like to play the Chuck Norris game show on the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, they can be first up. Otherwise, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. And we'll chat with our buddy Bizarro Jesus, who's here, reminding you the fatal fetish girls are having perversion tonight. Down at the Blue Room on Pine Street. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, time for you to be a winner. It's time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Some of the prizes include tickets to see Stephen Ryan at the Hard Rock Live coming up the 21st. Uh, HardRock.com. Also, two uh, $85 gift certificate, good for one session at the Signature Body Renewal Capsule at the Elite Medical Spas. That's nice. Nice little something you can give away for Valentine's Day. Also, some tickets for some shows at the House of Blues. Uh, air conditioning over at uh, Mickey's Place for automotive repair. And a uh, $50 gift certificate to, uh, what is this, Raglan Road Pub down in downtown Disney? Nice. It's good stuff, so some lot of prizes to give away. Um, the Hideout Door Prize blowout is uh, every night at 9 o'clock. We play a different game show. Uh, Monday nights always whose weekend was it to recap the weekend. But then otherwise, we try to come up with different game shows. Tommy Bateman has a game show today. What What is that one, Tommy? Well, you know how there's been going around those Chuck Norris um, jokes. Don't say any of them because they might be part of the game. But yeah, the, uh, the jokes about what Chuck Norris can do and everything and yeah. how tough he is. Yeah, well, I noticed even the Washington Post did an article about the jokes and everything. So I figured we would see, we do true and false, whether it's a true fact or whether it's something I made up using one of the jokes about Chuck Norris. Oh, okay, nice. I like that. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We'll go with the people who were, who were on hold from Hey Hideout. Just go to uh, Matthew in Orlando. So uh, the answer will be either real Chuck or fake Chuck. All right, real yeah. Chuck, fake Chuck. All right, uh, you ready, Matthew? Yeah, sure. Uh, real Chuck is true? Real yes. Chuck's true, yep. All right, uh, hey, I just wanted to mention real quick, guys. You talked about, uh, said something about uh, drink, not drinking the water like five, ten minutes ago when you are talking about showering. Right. Mm-hmm. My dentist told me last week that uh, most municipalities pay uh, to have fluoride inserted in tap water, so it's actually healthier for you to uh, drink tap water than it is bottled water. Not from here, though. It smells. 
Hey, if it smells like sulfur, it can't be, but that's... I don't know, man. Water is water. You even got to think about it, Dubs. I mean, yeah. we, we could... As long as Drink it's not... Drink out of a stream, I guess. Yeah, if it's not salt water, I guess you're okay. All right, yeah. very good, Matthew. Thank you for the info. And uh, here is uh, Tommy Bateman with his Chuck Norris game. All right. Real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck is a commissioned police officer. I'm going to say real Chuck. That is true. He is a commissioned police officer for Terrell, Texas. How many he, of... Uh, he and Steven Seagal, both. Uh, it's actually Terrell, Texas. And um, what is the... Uh, how many questions do you have? Does he need to get more than one correct, like a best two out of three? Twelve questions. So uh, you can do two out of three or whatever you want to do. Uh, I tell you what, because you were just a good caller with info, you're a winner. Hold on, Matthew. Everybody else got to go two out of three, though. I just like Matthew because he's added to the show. You ever do that, you're, uh, you're going to hop in there. So, uh, him and both him and Steven Seagal are uh, are commissioned police officers. I wow. feel safe in that town. I would too. By the way, Terrell, Texas is well known for being uh, a loony bin. That's where like the big state institution is ah. for the for for the crazy people. And that's what Jamie Foxx is from there too. Yeah, makes sense. It actually it does. By the way, uh, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout is um, brought to you by Universal Foam, Inc., architectural shapes and sculpture for themed environments. They're the ones who are doing our Hideout logo. Nice. Um, that's so we be- don't have to have that big shameful one up there anymore. That giant Brian made us. Call 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web at universalfoaminc.com. Uh, thank you very much to them. All right, so now on, from now on, you got to get best two out of three. Best two out of three. In the uh, Chuck Norris game show. All right, Franco in Tampa, you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Uh, real Chuck, fake Chuck. All right, while serving in the military, Chuck shot down an enemy plane. Real Chuck or fake Chuck? Fake Chuck. That is correct. The joke is, Chuck Norris once shot down an enemy plane with his finger by yelling, Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's I, I would say real. Uh, here's the next one for Franco. He got that one right. Getting best two out of three to be a winner. All right. Chuck Norris was the first man in the West to receive an eighth-degree black belt, breaking a 4,500-year tradition. Real Chuck. Damn you. You're right. Nice. What a way to know you're Chuck. Well, hold on, Franco. You're a winner. I said ground Chuck. Now, what is the... By the way, what is the story behind these these jokes? They just they were around on the Internet, and then all of a sudden, they've just like gone everywhere. Yeah, I guess it's just the whole thing of uh, you know just tough guy jokes. And I know, too, they have some for Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same joke. So and I, I remember Matt Albert, like, maybe three weeks ago, kept typing these to me and then even called in with a few and was so proud of himself. <laughs> I guess that's the kind of stuff he'll be bringing to the show when he finally gets down here on Saturday. Uh, let's go to next up. I want to say it is John in Orlando. You ready to hey, play uh, the game? Yeah, how you doing? All right, buddy, here we go. All right, real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck was an extra in the original Star Trek. That's fake Chuck. That is correct. In the original pilot for Star Trek Next Generation, Chuck Norris can be seen powering the USS Enterprise warp drive with his roundhouse kicks. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's one of those jokes from online. All right, here's uh, you got that one correct, John. Good job. Here's the next one. True or false? Chuck has been making terminally ill children wishes come true for over 20 years. That is a true Chuck. What is everyone, just a Chuck Norris expert? Here? I guess so, man. <laughs> right on, John. I hold on say, a second. I would say that'd be a fake Chuck if I was uh, guessing. I thought that was a perfect setup for a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does he do to help the children? 
He's actively involved with the Make-A-Wish Foundation for over 20 years. What hmm. if they wish for a roundhouse? I guess he just comes in and takes them out of their misery with a roundhouse kick. <laughs> or a nice heart punch. Uh, all right. It's the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Ray in New Smyrna. Hey, Ray. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good. All right. Here is Real Chuck or Fake Chuck with Tommy Bateman. Chuck helped bring in over $2 billion for charity. Real Chuck or Fake Chuck? Real Chuck. I hate this game. Already. No, I like it because yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's a 50-50 game, so you know people are gonna, you know, throwing it out. It's not so confident though. It's true. He made an eight-minute commercial for the United Way, which yep. somehow. How do you know this? <laughs> How do you? I, you knew that? I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> All right, right here you go. You, get you sat through it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the here's the next question for Ray from Tommy Bateman. Real Chuck, fake Chuck. Real Chuck, fake Chuck. Chuck had a run-in with a grizzly bear, but outsmarted it. Fake Chuck. Damn you. That is correct. All right, you're a winner. What's Don't be mad if we're giving out prizes. What's the joke for that? Once the grizzly bear threatened to eat Chuck Norris, but Chuck showed the bear his fist, and the bear proceeded to eat himself because it would be a less painful way to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging the game. Matt Albert's typing to me, best game show ever. Better than you can't win. Yeah, you can't win. I'm and that I'm sure that's going to become a staple in the hideout door prize blowout when Matt gets here. Uh, all right, let's see who else is on the line that wants to play. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Here's one of the Vin Diesel ones, real fast, because these okay. are out about Vin Diesel. Uh, you are what you eat. That is why Vin Diesel's diet consists of entirely of bricks, steel, and the tears of small children. <laughs> I don't know who writes these things, but they uh, we got to have them for this show. All right, Billy in Orlando, you're next up with the Real Chuck or Fake Chuck. You ready? Yes, indeedy. All right, here's uh, Tommy Batts. Real Chuck or Fake Chuck. One of Chuck's little quirks is he hates to be asked what time it is, true or false. Real Chuck, Fake yeah. Chuck. I say real Chuck. Sorry, that is incorrect. The joke Damn is, Chuck? if you ask Chuck Norris what time it is, he always says, two seconds till. After you ask, two seconds till what, he round kicks you into the face. Uh, <laughs> all right. What the hell? I don't even understand. All right, all right you get another chance, though, but you got to go two for two now, Billy, because you got that right, one wrong. Uh, real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck once had a lawsuit against the producers of the NBC show Law & Order. Oh. I'll say true, Chuck. That is fake Chuck. Oh, my Chuck knowledge is off. Yeah, you lost, brother. The you jo- chucked out. <laughs> the joke is, Chuck Norris is currently suing NBC, claiming Law and Order are trademarks for his left and right legs. <laughs> <laughs> those are great. Again, this is based on those uh, Chuck Norris commercials, or uh, not commercials, jokes. but jokes that you're seeing online, getting passed around. Are there any more of them? All right, here's another one from All Matt right. Albert. Uh, if you rearrange the letters in Vin Diesel, it reveals his credo, I end lives. <laughs> How do you even figure uh, that out? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't. He didn't. I know. Oh, uh, I know, right? Uh, you just got to be sitting there staring. <laughs> uh, apparently, they're out about Mr. T, too. Uh, he, just, he was typing this one to me the other day. Uh, Mr. T destroy the periodic table. 
saying Mr. T only recognizes the element of surprise. <laughs> uh, They're so stupid. All right, people are starting to send these to me now, and they're awesome. I, I don't want to say this one. It's funny as hell, but it may give away something. So I'll go to the, we'll continue the game show, Real Chuck or Fake Chuck. Chris and Avito, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris? What's going on? Hey, uh, here we go. Real Chuck, Fake Chuck with Tommy Betts. Real Chuck or Fake Chuck. Donnie and Marie Osmond were, tar- were taught martial arts by Chuck Norris. Real Chuck, Fake Chuck. Uh, fake Chuck. Sorry, that is real Chuck. Ooh. He also taught Steve McQueen, Bob Barker, and Priscilla Presley. Oh, wow. I give another one for, uh, for Chris here. All right. Real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck has a beard in order to hide a birthmark. Uh, real Chuck. That is fake Chuck. Uh, under, that, uh, under that beard is another fist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... <laughs> We have one more question. We have two more, but all right, one more player. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. All right, off topic. Bobo, our buddy Bobo up in Baltimore. Bobo uh, asks, is Matt Albert traveling on that really slow truck that NASA uses to move rockets to the launch pad? <laughs> <laughs> I wear. You know, we're up on a break. Why don't you give the uh, two last ones to me and Dubs? All right, real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck's autobiography is called "The Strength," that we know the secret of inner strength. Uh, real Chuck. I say real Chuck. That is correct. And last one, real Chuck or fake Chuck? Chuck was not born the normal way, and a special procedure had to be performed to get him out of the birth canal. That's fake Chuck. That yeah. is correct. Rather than being birthed like a normal child, Chuck Norris instead decided to punch his way out of his mother's <laughs> room. Shortly thereafter, he grew a beard. <laughs> Shortly thereafter. All right, the Wild Hog says Chuck Norris ordered a Big Mac at Burger King and got one. Um. <laughs> all right, Matt, I can go with these all day. They're great. All right, this was a, a Mr. T one. Mr. T is not black. That's just the sun afraid to shine on him. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody in the Hideout. Alright, man, you gotta stop at these because every time you write them, you have to say them. I have to say them. They're too funny not to. This one's a Vin Diesel one. When Vin Diesel goes to donate blood, he declines a syringe and instead requests a handgun and a bucket. (laughs) These things are epic, dude. I still can't decide whether or not having Matt Albert as a roommate is going to be fun. Some days I say yes, other days I'm just thinking, how is my floor going to take it? It'll be fun, not for uh, your uh, furniture. He already broke my couch. Did he really? Oh, yeah, when he was done here last time. He said he's going to sneak in your room and use your computer when you're not home for certain things. No, he's not. He better bring down his own computer. You're on the third floor. Don't feel bad for the floor. Feel bad for your neighbors. Yeah. And where I'm at, too, like the very top step, Creek's lot. And I, I hate stepping on that one. And I know that son of a bitch is going to break it and fall through. <laughs> 
Oh, he's gonna hate walking up those three flights of steps. Every oh, every day. every day. I bet he loses about twenty-five pounds just because of that. That or he refuses to go outside. Well, he's gonna have to go uh, to come up here and stuff. Hell yeah, he is. He's asking if he can get a T1 line at your place. <laughs> just remoting from your place every. You know what? I'd love to have T1s from our house. Just so, like, if one day we just want to do the show from uh. That was just hook up the uh, hook up the net line. Well, why waste that when we could do it? Uh, get one from my uh, high school reunion. We are the- we are not doing a uh, live broadcast from your high school. That's not comfortable for us. That means we got to get on a plane. And then stand in front of all your class. Huh? Your class of '96, baby. Ugh. Oh, you know we were talking about all these like Chuck Norris and mm-hmm. urban legends, Mr. Norris. Blah blah blah. If you're nasty. And uh, there was this one story that was literally out in, like, the mainstream press, like, the last few days. And a lot of people were all over it and really kind of liked the story about a guy who I guess was burning some leaves in his yard, Mm -hmm. uh, finds a mouse, grabs the mouse, throws it in the fire. Okay? Live Live mouse. Live mouse comes running out of the fire... The leaf fire, and underneath his house, and sets the house on fire, burning the house to the ground. All right, a flaming mouse runs out of a fire underneath the guy's house and starts the house on fire. Yeah. That, that's what the story was. And so you heard people talking about this everywhere, just about, wow, this goes to show that we shouldn't be messed with animals, and this is karma, and... This, that, and it was really kind of a big deal because you hear about it and it's mm-hmm. interesting. Plus, you see it on the movies all the time too, or maybe an animal. People throwing mice in the fires. I've seen it before with like spiders, like maybe even an arachnophobia. I want to say there's a specific scene where they tried to catch the spider on fire. And it just runs away and starts everything on fire. Yeah, like on fire, but like squealing, mm-hmm. which is odd because you know a spider can't squeal. All right, Matt Albert, um, say ISDN line, guys, come on. Not T1, ISDN. But anyway, so as it turns out, the story was an urban legend that was growing right before our eyes. It uh, The real story from the guy, I think it sounded like Utah's, no, Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Okay. Turns out he was burning leaves in his front yard. Okay. And there was a mouse that he came across. The mouse was dead. So the mouse came back alive in the fire? No, no. Oh. It's pet cemetery. No. He actually just threw the dead mouse into the leaves, but it's so dry in New Mexico right now that the wind kind of blew the fire out on top of the house, and then that's what burned the house down, not the mouse. Are you sure it wasn't uh, the mother of the mouse that got thrown in the fire, grabbed a burning leaf, and ran into the house? No, 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 you're getting confused. Was it Fievel? It was not Fievel. Someone burned Fievel? Somewhere out there. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven. What was Fievel doing in Albuquerque? Okay, I don't, it wasn't Fievel. It wasn't a real mouse, it was a dead mouse. It was a real mouse, but it was a real dead mouse. Okay, it wasn't Fievel. Not anymore. Okay, but it was big up survival. Papa, I'm coming home. But now I'm 
singing it burned and died. Okay, Why not, burned? Have you ever heard the sound like a mouse makes when it gets burned? No, what does it sound like? This is the Bible. R.I.P. But five F-I-B. Fievel didn't die, though. You're right. He'll live on always in our hearts. Yes. His spirit is still out there. Somewhere out there. There's a little Fievel in all of us, I think. All right, that's just wrong. I don't think you could do that. We got to declaw and shave him first. <laughs> Teeth, too. You truly want to be safe. I usually just tape them shut. Alright. We miss you, Five. Alright, Destro said Fievel did head west. That would explain why he was in New Mexico. No, this this wasn't Fievel! So Annette Funicello got burned in the fire. The Mouseketeer? Was that who it was? I'm confused. No, it was just a regular mouse that was already dead. Fievel. Fievel wasn't already dead. Little five will burn him. Okay, but this it was not five. Parents going to explain this to the kids. Okay, did he have his little hat on? The kids would be us. This would, we're 27, 25 now. Yeah, I can't believe Five was dead. Well, at least we still got, we still got the mouse and the motorcycle. Mickey wasn't hurt, was he? No, Mickey is fine. Whew. Now, how is he related to Five? Cousin. Oh, is he? Oh, Third. Oh. Still. Bloodline. Five was a little whiter, though. Of course. That's why he was the favorite. He's the mouse you could take home to your dad. <laughs> okay, I was just here to tell you that if you'd heard that story. Hold on. Bridge. Why did it have to be Fievel? He never hurt anyone. He was just trying to find his parents. Somewhere out there. Such a touching song, too. Who's gonna, who's gonna identify him if his parents? He never found his parents. I guess get Mickey to identify the, the body. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I love you, Fievel. Coming up next on the. Hi- 
We'll talk more about Urban Legends and also, too, some of those songs uh, played normally and then reversed to hear the secret. Messages. Do you think somewhere out there told the message of Fievel's death in the future? It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Nice show in America. Come on. Uh, and also the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, especially when Bizarro Jesus brings by the fetish girls, uh, fatalfetishgirls.com. And uh, every Tuesday night they're down a. Uh, holding perversion at the Blue Room on Pine Street. Dubs and I were there mm-hmm. over the break. Yeah, last, uh, I think it was, no, no. It, was a, it was a Tuesday before last. Yeah, it was a Tuesday before last, having fun out there. Uh, here are uh, Nikki, Aaron, and Carissa, if I said that correctly. And uh, now here's the thing, <laughs> now that we're in our element, mm-hmm. I can say this uh, perfectly uh, fine. So when we were out there two, weekend, two weeks ago, Carissa comes up to Dubs and I. Yeah. And starts talking. I mean, she. She's like. Like, real nice. She yeah, she's very, very nice. She has blue hair. <laughs> she's dressed, you know, dressed the part for what you would think fatal fetish. But Dubs. You could t- you could relate this better than probably I could. What was I Carissa sh- saying? Well, she asked us if we were going to be out on the dance floor dancing like blacks. She had- <laughs> All right, stop. Just stop. And see, that's what that's what you were doing over there, Dub. So you and I was stirring the pot. You and Carissa were having a whole shock jock show when we went out. So anyway, but I just wanted to bring that up real fast. All right. So uh, what's uh, Bizarro and uh, Nikki? What's going on tonight at the uh, Blue Room with you guys? Uh, we're doing a medical themed party ah. tonight. Ah, that's why the nurse outfit. Yeah. No. So what? What's there's, there's some more nurses, but they aren't here. They're they're getting things prepped for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, will there be stirrups? We don't have any. Aww. Can I only, wish. You, we can pretend. I can use another girl's shoulders. Uh, he well. he I was, like that. Here was the great thing, too, when we were out there at the Blue Room with the girls. It's Tuesday night, uh, fatalfetishgirls.com. When we went out two weeks ago, it was a really, really hot chick. Uh, they all are, but this one was like cream of the crop. And so what happens is they tied her up. Mm-hmm. They with, tied her up uh, with to the Christmas ta- lights. Yeah, with, that was my present for you guys. With, I, I brought her it. over and to the table, and so she's just and she's there tied up to the table in Christmas lights, like bent over the table. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a tall table; it's one of those short tables, like a coffee table. Yeah, so she's on her knees, bent over, tied up, hands behind her back, just laying there. Now it took everything in my power not to rest them on her forehead because, and by them I'm talking about Paul's. boys, right? Yeah. Because it just it, there's nothing she could have done, and honestly I think uh, she would have liked it. But beyond that, uh, we put the ashtray on her back. Mm-hmm. Well, we used it as our coffee table. Yeah, I told her not to move. She was to be your table for the evening, for that little section of the evening. And it was great because Dubs got to live out a fantasy. Of ashing and putting out his cigarette on a chick. 
mm-hmm. blonde, big boobs, just so hot out there. And uh, the most fun that we had is we were actually kind of nice to her because we kept moving the ashtray back into the middle of her back. Because she kept on kind of wiggling a little bit, and it start falling off, and we didn't want it to, uh, hey, ashes the burner or anything. So this is some of the fun stuff going on at the Blue Room on Tuesday nights with uh, the Fatal Fetish Girls, fatalfetishgirls.com. And tonight is Sexy Surgery Night. So, Bizarre Jesus, uh, you're, you're tied in with this. You introduced us to them, of course. What are the uh, girls going to do for us this evening? Uh, are they going to do anything? In, uh, it's Nikki, right? Yeah. N- all right, that's a Nikki, and then Aaron, and then Carissa, who is the crazy one. Um, you can see it in her eyes too. I'm telling you. Um, so wh- who's going to get abu- who's going to get not abused but punished or operated on even? Can we play doctor? I mean, what do we want to do? Well, I think here? right now we're going to actually. I, I want to play doctor with Carissa, and then I have to punish her for her dirty, dirty mouth. Yeah, that's true. She's mm-hmm. shame on her. Yeah, I don't like the racism stuff. So now, what's Erin gonna do? Because um, I'd like her to do something too. She's uh, she's hot. Yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to assist me or? Yeah, I'll assist. Okay. okay, yeah. By assist, I hope that means that you're uh, on your all hands. four with your ass in the air, because that. <laughs> and I'm spitting. Right. She can be my instrument table. You can do that. Perfect. Whatever you need to do, you do it. And we'll just sit here and try. I can lay a tool on her back, too. So <laughs> it'll it'll work out well. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Whatever you girls want to do, you you go ahead and get to it. I'll, uh... Can you guys see us over here? Yeah, we can still see you. Okay. You bet You bet we could. I can come over there if you want, because she's going to be bent down. Wherever you need to uh, work from. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Now, they're dressed up. Now, Nikki is dressed up in a leather nurse's outfit. Yeah, kind of a vinyl. Oh, vinyl. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. It's dark in here. And the other two are in your typical kind of uh, high stockings, thong, corset, um, alternative. Yeah. If, you, if you've ever been to a Fatal Fest show or if you've ever been out to the Blue Room on Tuesdays, you know what they look like, and you have to go out there to actually... Get the full effect of it. Yeah, I think he definitely. Now, uh, Deuce Childerone is here too, and may- he just slipped me a note of saying. Yes. All right, so she is bent over. Nice. Oh damn! All right, she is. Yeah, she. That's she perfect. Yeah, she is the girl. She should be. Um. Yeah, and now what they're doing is she's got the small of her back, and she's putting everything. She really is a tool table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knew girls could be used as a tool table like that? Oh, I did. Yeah, douche joke. Right. I've never been to one of these shows. Except is, conversations. Is, <laughs> is there any nudity going on? No. No, no it's not a nude uh, thing. It's, uh, it's a fetish thing, but not nudity. I gotta ask Aaron, do you, can you just bark like a dog <laughs> since you're down there like that? From just, the back end. Just real fast. <laughs> yeah, listen to the, I don't know. Go ahead. Be a tool table. Do it! <laughs> Is that the way you're supposed to talk to him? I don't know. I think you have to ask her to have her bark like a dog. I think you're supposed to kick her in the ribs first. <laughs> Aaron, bark. Good girl. One more time. I didn't really hear that. One more time if you can make her bark, uh, Nick. It'd be great. Once more. Louder. Awesome. <laughs> it's like uh, coming to America. No, a big dog. <laughs> four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Okay, so what exactly? Uh, Nikki has. Um, She's putting handcuffs on uh, on her right now. On Carissa, right? All right, so she can't get away. 
Okay, so she knows not to run, and we thought she knew better. Maybe she than... chop half her foot off because she likes the racist stuff. Oh come on! What the hey, hell? I'm just, I'm just. What is it with a nice roots joke? <laughs> Jeez. There's nothing wrong with one well placed. <laughs> I guess. All right, so now Carissa has her hands up, and she's checking her heartbeat. Nikki is with Carissa handcuffed and her hands up against the wall. I think you might need to pull it down a little bit to get the. I, I think someone just farted. I think Aaron just <laughs> farted. I, I think I actually just heard a fart. It's okay, though. It's actually kind of turning me on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, that was me. My bad. <laughs> I have been gassy. All right, when she has her hands up like that, do you just, like, punch her in the stomach, or where do you go from there? Yes. Hey, uh... Oh, she just slapped her. Dirty, dirty mouth. Did I say you could talk? I didn't say you could talk. Dirty mouth to yourself. Now, Hefe, I want you to fixate on the uh, underarms. <laughs> I know how you uh, enjoy a uh, armpit. I can't stand looking at armpits. I just can't do them. What doctor do you go to where they get slapped around and stuff? You! <laughs> that's what you do! No, I don't! That's, that's your psychotherapy! Uh-oh. No, it's not. I think we're going to get a little shock in here. Oh! She's giggling. Shocked her on the right ass. Oh man! I can, oh, can you do it on the inner thigh? Oh, oh damn! <laughs> that doesn't look right. But yes, it does. What are you talking? Hey, get the one who's bent over, just mm-hmm. just to test it. Yeah, I do. She's. I don't want my stuff. No, it won't fall over. All right, you better hold still. <laughs> oh, that was so hot. She's bent over on all fours and just got shocked. And she I would did, watch it. I, I think she just passed gas, and I could start a fire. And she just did the pushback. Mm. All right, now you're going to slap Carissa. All right. Give her a little paddling. You keep that dirty mouth to yourself, girl. You're naughty. Ah. Bad girl. All right. What a job we have. It's really, (laughs) here's what it is. It's hard work. Oh, it is. Really. It it wasn't before the segment started, but now it's uh, fully. And it's work for you guys, (laughs) for the community. That's what we do. Now, you did paddle her, and I know one of the big things, uh, Fatal Fetish, FatalFetishGirls.com, you're not really here to hurt, so are you going to kiss her now to make sure that it's okay, or what's next? Because, I, I mean, she seemed... Are you wearing lipstick? I hate it when they get lipstick all over me. Of course. Mm, me too. I don't have too. a problem kissing them, but I hate it when they get lipstick all over me. There you right, go. So she's going to get the ta- paper towel and wipe off the lipstick. Off that dirty little mouth. <laughs> I didn't say you could talk. Yeah. I wish that I could talk to a chick like that mm-hmm. and just tell her, hey, shut your ass. Shut the hell up. Or open it. All right, well, I'm, I'm just staring at Aaron, bent over on all fours. <laughs> spit, on, spit on her. See if she knows who it's She won't know who it's from. All right, maybe that's what we do. Are you guys, did you guys kiss yet? Right. Not yet. Ooh. All right, now it's a teasing. Mm-hmm. As one of them is in the nurse's Oh, office. deep. All right, uh, deep tongue. Deep tongue kissing. Alright, alright, now it's like a little bit more. I think you guys have done more than. Okay, now they're still going. This is well, like, it's an oral exam. It's a th- yeah, this is dentist exam. Okay, checking for cavities. Um, right, now, now this, now this segment's very hard. If you get what I'm saying. What the hell? Alright, why? Alright, wow, that was. No, you mm-hmm. look great. Everybody looks great. 
right, how about we... How about, I, I think Gibbs should be punished. He's asking people to take pictures with his phone yes. for later. <laughs> All right, let's, I'm not kidding either. Let's play a game. And, Dubs, I think you were on to something earlier. Here okay. with Aaron, who's bent over on all fours. Okay, I think we should... Yeah, you can let her up for a second, because I think the game we should play is we all spit on her <laughs> back, and she has to guess whose spit it was. Um, just was that by, with a P and spit? Just by the way... Yeah, spit. Oh. Just by the way I'm that, not that, it, interested that it lands. Um, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. It's fine. Oh, wusses. Uh, what's wrong with you prudes? Uh, well, there they are. The Fatal Fetish Girls. FatalFetishGirls.com uh, at the Blue Room every Tuesday Doing night. Doing a whole nurse thing tonight. Yeah, tonight is the uh, medical uh, sexy surgery uh, tonight for the Fatal Fetish Girls at the Blue Room on Pine Street. Thank you, ladies, very much for coming in. And uh, I can't wait to see you out there. That's great. Thank you, Bizarro Jesus. Very hot. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout. Welcome back into it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. It's a fun night, and you know it's a good night when you're just hanging out and not planning on three hot chicks coming in hurting each other. Mm-hmm. They're just swinging by. All right, I just got this. This is kind of funny. I know we have a couple things to get to, but this was actually sent to me. All right, creation science breaking news. Oral, a dangerous trend. This is from the Landover Baptist Church (laughs) under the Christian Health section. (laughs) If you're living in a defiled marriage, meaning unequally yoked... Wedded to a non-Baptist, and your unsafe spouse burns with lustful curiosity about oral gratification, read this important article. (laughs) I'm going to read it to you? Please. All right, this is from Freehold, Iowa. Creation science teaches us that thousands, that a thousand years to human beings is like the light burp to the Lord. So isn't it any wonder that God is just now finding out that his most sinful creatures, humans, have become very keen on slithering their tongues like a serpent of Satan (laughs) into disgusting places on other folks' bodies that they can't reach on their own? I can't. How how much do you have to hate yourself to write this article? Hate yourself and feel just terrible about your own body. Recent studies in creation science show us that oral can be extremely dangerous. We know this to be fact. For those of you young people who have not yet been to Bible college and are reading this article, oral, this can't be real, means the placement of a hoochie or tallywhacker (laughs) into a human mouth. Hey, it's not 10 o'clock yet, man. Be careful. (laughs) With that tallywhacker talk. Where did this uh, this uh, story come out of Missouri? All right, um, all right, hold on. Dan in Tampa, you're in the hideout. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I hope you realize that Landover Baptist is one of the foremost satire sites on the Internet. No, I didn't know. Okay, uh, that makes sense then. Dig around a little bit and you'll find their Christian crack whore ministries. Oh, okay. Yeah, because right, I, I was like, there's no way this is real when it says the placement of a hoochie or a tallywhacker. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Thank you. Oh, that's too funny. All right, I was, I was, I believed it, though. You know how crazy those people can get. Uh, you know what the funny thing is, though, is that I did see something online about oral being dangerous. This is the only reason I really bought into it, about oral being dangerous, because now there's a new STD that is only, like, transmitted through oral. Damn it, now it's I called the dubs. <clears throat> That's right, ladies. Come and get it. Come and get your new present. The dubs? The dubs. Oh, at least it's not the dove. That one is scary. Mm -hmm. By the way, I got an email about Kathy Griffin. Ugh. Did it smell bad? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> the actual email when you clicked it. A rank stench comes from your computer. I was an idiot. Ugh. Can you guys hear Chunk through there? I can. <laughs> um, hey, did you guys know you were mentioned in passing on Kathy Griffin's reality show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so someone must have just now seen it. They're still replaying that piece of crap? I, I guess it's Bravo. I didn't know it was on anymore. They only have so much stuff. All right, let me see if I can find this story about Oral being um, STD. Like it can be passed around in an STD, or an STD can be passed around in oral. Uh, and it's the only way. Yeah, it's just like this. It's this new thing that's going around. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, which way is it going? That it can only be working that way. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to do a show too. <laughs> Looking here, surfing on the internet, talking at the same time. If I had a producer, or for the people just sitting around right now waiting for me to find it. I don't have a computer. I'm not talking about you. There's still four other people not working. Are you working or are you jerking, buddies? Yeah, I can't find it. Damn it. Oh, well, I'll have to bring it up tomorrow. Hmm. Um. All right, no, I don't want to read this. All right, yeah, now there's all kinds of stuff about... Someone saying what their tallywhacker has and the kind of discharge. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Isn't it odd some of the the, uh, the wordage used for the penis? The tallywhacker, schlong, dugan, schwanz. What? You never heard schwanz? I heard schwanson. I couldn't wait for the schwan man to show up. Did you ever have the Schwan guy? Swan's man? Yeah. Yeah. They always brought the ice cream? Oh, yeah, the ice cream. He had uh, these great, terrible pizzas. Little ones that are thick as hell. Are you talking about pizzas, or are we still talking about penises? Both. Hmm. My uh, my Swan's man was uh, multi-purposed. Led, led a, a line of ice cream sandwiches to the back of his truck. I love ice cream sandwiches, man. I think that's my favorite dessert. All right, all right. Here, what do you like more, an ice cream sandwich or caramel apple? 
Ice cream sandwich. All right, ice cream sandwich or the ice cream cones that uh, like the uh, drumsticks with the uh, with the chocolate inside the cone and everything. Ice cream sandwich. I'm going my, drumstick. Yeah, my favorite is that bottom of that uh, that uh, ice cream. Isolate uh, douche shell. What did I say? <laughs> you know what you said. I like the bottom of that cone where it's just one big hard piece of chocolate. Ew, what? Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. No. You wait till you get down to that thing. It's a big hard frozen piece of chocolate. And you just suck it at the bottom. <laughs> All right, isolate that. What the hell is wrong with you, dude? Seriously, you're not here for a few days. You come back, you're as uncomfortable as ever. Come on, douche show. All right, new research suggests that the gonorrhea-like condition known as urethritis, perhaps most commonly the most common sexually transmitted disease, can spread to men when they're on the receiving end of oral. Ooh. A condition related to a number of health problems such as urinary tract infections and some other sexually transmitted diseases causes an inflammation of the urethra. That doesn't sound... Uh... Burning, redness, swelling. Ah, that's always... All right, but that's from just receive. So it used to be in the good old days... Yeah, you had to actually give it to get it. Now you're just sitting there being a normal guy, getting your uh, your uh, your oral on, and... Uh... <laughs> what the hell? Why does it always sound so gay when you talk about it? It's just so incredibly gay when you talk. What? Getting when you, your oral on? And you and Deuce Chill sitting on the same side of the table is just odd. Him and that high perch, and you just, like, laid back... Here. Look at me in the eyes when I say this. Getting your oral on. Stop. What the hell? You're creepy, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, is this like a bacteria type one? Is this curable? No, you get this forever. Man. Why is it that sex, which is so good for you, has so many of these bad things that happen? Devil. It can't be the devil. It's the devil getting inside you. Why would the devil even care? When was the last time you had sex? This last weekend. Nice. Deuce Joe? You know the answer to that. Never? Virgin? No, but it's been a long time. Well, you haven't been able to get the demon out? No. Well, I've been able to get him out, just uh, only when I'm around. What about you over there, intern Gibbs? We don't really know anything about you and your sex life. Do you have a girlfriend? I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I think she was in on Friday. Was she? Yeah. Was she the other hot one? Nah. You hitting that? No. <laughs> I you, you started a little bit there. When was the last time you had sex, Gibbs? Uh, with a real person? Come on, yes. be real. Uh, one that wasn't wearing a scarf. With a woman. He was getting that? You're banging that, dude? I told you it was it's Asian thing, man. What Asian thing? Are you Asian? He no. looks scat. Hung like one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really banging that girl? Which I don't, which one? Not the one. I hate him. No, I know. You're, you're, you're bordering on Putin. You better be honest. That's an insult to Putin. Mm-hmm. Not yet. All right, so there were two girls who were here during the open door policy. One of them had a boyfriend. He's going to be playing baseball. All right. On the team. But her friend, who I thought was, like, super hot, with the scarf, 
Oh no, she had the, like the pull down hat and she had a tan and she was skinny with big boobs. I don't know if you're talking about the same scarf one that uh that uh Dushil's talking oh, about. Oh, Dushil's talking about. All right, you know what? Never mind. That was the Asian boy. All right, that's different. You're right. My bad. Because Dushil's behind me giggling like a maniac. You're right. This is somebody different. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, though, seriously, are you are you doing anything with that girl? No. Are you doing anything with any girl? No, not at the moment. When was the last time? Uh, All right, my sources are telling me that he banged the one who did the headlines intro. Really? That's false. That's completely false. And you lied to me in the office yesterday, jackass. Look at him, look at him. He's he's laughing (laughs) about it. According to my sources, and I didn't have to give them out, Tommy... I don't care. What he's what is he gonna do to me? Talk to me to death? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright. Hey. Here's this, this is what Tommy gave me. How do I do the board? <laughs> he claim he claims My he, neck sure hurts from holding this huge head up. Alright, alright, can we play the headlines intro real fast? Alright. Apparently Gibbs had sex with the girl who voices this. If we have it. At least he claimed to. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host, Gid. Is everybody banging voice girls? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, jokes. (laughs) Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one it's star one oh four one on your singular wireless phones. Did you hit that? Uh I got some I got some callers calling up, I should probably take care of them. He told me he did and she's dirty too. Huh? <laughs> Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout. Hi, how you doing? Oh, wow, you sound beat today. You tired? You know what I used to sing in New York City? What? Bring back the B for people. Bring back the B for people. Who are the beaver people? The beaver. Hmm. Now you know what they have there? I put them back on hold and they'll just keep talking. All right, we're going to take a break. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs live on a Tuesday night. Just having fun. Having a lot of fun. Show's flying by tonight. Yeah. It's hard not to when you have hot chicks come in. Um, yeah, I think it's our buddy Bizarro Jesus is in here. How you doing, Bizarro? Are you doing okay? Yeah, actually, these days I'm doing quite a bit better. Yeah. I don't know if you, you probably don't want to talk about it. We had some stuff going on, and I'm fine talking about anything, really. What happened to you, then? <laughs> well, there comes a time when everyone sort of hits their life and says, what the hell did I do to myself? <laughs> Nah. You just have to sort of re-examine everything you've done, everything that you're doing, the path you're taking, and just realize, I can be dead in 10 years, 
Or what were you doing that was change. what were you doing that wasn't working out for you? Well, besides the fact that I drink like a fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I'm the poster boy for gluttony, but I'm okay with that, and I sort of have actually, of, yeah, you are. We mm-hmm. could put you on a poster and put gluttony on it, and be like, oh yeah, you know what? That's it. I see it. Scary. <laughs> Capital America. What can you say? Right. But no, I mean, I, I I do good for myself as far as financially and everything else like that, and. You know, I'm constantly surrounded by hot chicks, so you can't blame that on me. No, of course not. They were the fatal fetish girls like tonight out at the Blue Room. How old are you, Bizarro? 25. 25. Whoa, so you hit that already at the age of 25? The odd thing about it is that uh, he's 25, doing fine financially, but it's the growing trend for this generation that you aren't doing fine financially at this age. Yeah, in fact, Dubs and I, um, we saw this book, and we're trying to get the author, because she wrote a... It, it seems like it's a really, really good book. It's called Strapped. Why America's 20 and 30-somethings can't get ahead. Here's a little description. I'll a brief, like a couple of things that I highlighted from it. Uh, like in the description. Drowning in student loan and credit card debt. Can't afford to get married, buy a home, and have children. It's for the under 35 crowd. Um, and basically it says, like, a college degree is the new high school diploma. Mm-hmm. It costs a fortune to get the degree, and students graduate with crippling debts. Jobs are scarcer thanks to stagnant wages and disappearing benefits. And the cost of everything, starter homes, health coverage, child care, keeps going up and up. And that even, like, budding families with two incomes are having trouble uh, staying ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and my chick, we pull... We pull in enough money to live, but I can imagine trying to uh, start a family on it. Borrowing their way into adulthood, the under 35 crowd. And uh, there was a, there's a story probably a year or maybe a year and a half ago about uh, adolescence has been almost uh, uh, stretched to the age of 25 of where it's acceptable to live with your parents and have them basically support you in every way to 25 now. Because right, I'm 27. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I work in radio. And in radio, it takes a very long time to get to a place where you can make money to live, mm-hmm. you know, more beyond anything else. And I am just now at that point where I'm actually making money where I can pay my bills. And I don't live extravagantly, you know. But you see this happening more and more where people can't get the, maybe they can't get the job that they want. There's colleges everywhere, and like this says, a college degree just isn't worth what it used to be worth. It's the new high school diploma, and uh, the thing is, you were able to get decent jobs before out of a high school diploma. Now you're paying all this money for what a high school diploma would have done for you 20 years ago. And and you're basically in the hole. Yeah, but I'm able to prove that is complete BS, because the fact is, I dropped out of high school when I was 14. When I was 15, I moved out with a 28-year-old woman, and that's how I supported myself. Well, there's always exceptions to the rules, well, and, yeah. uh, and hard work will always help out. Right. But, I mean, uh, a lot of times if people want to do uh, a certain thing, there's no on-the-job training anymore, really. You have to go get that education and uh, try to work your way up through it, even though you know you probably could have learned the same stuff on, on the job. Well, that's just sort of my point, is rather than focusing on college, because really, like you said, college is just sort of the new high school diploma, it's not really the fact. It's just they assume that, 
But what they really want is actually the experience you get after college. Oh, definitely. So that's why, like I said, you know, you know, when I was 12, I think I was working at a bait and tackle shop or something. But, you know, from 15 on, I was working full-time jobs, supporting myself putting myself through whatever I wanted, now, and that's how I got the experience to get the jobs I want. Well, I know in this business, I've always told people who come up and ask me how, you know, how to get into this business or whatever, I said, forget the four-year degree. If you're going to get something, get the two-year degree, get an internship, get the get the uh, on-the-job training, because people are going to look at that more than they're going to look at a uh, communications degree. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, Deuce Joe, how are you doing over there in your career? Well, I think the one thing you guys are looking at a little wrong, though, is guys like me are the norm. I went to a normal college, and I'm I'm not a top student. But if you're talking these top colleges and the top students, they're getting good jobs for the yeah, most part. Yeah, okay, but, but that's, the, that's we're, always we're, the... we're talking about the norm. That's what we're, you know, that's what you well, have to focus on. But the on. object is to not be the norm. you got to be better than the next guy. Okay. I just happen to not be. Here's the problem. And here's the problem, I think, with society. In this America, where we think that we really can be what we want to be. No, you can't. I hate to I hate to really burst anybody's bubble, but no, you it has things have to line up for you mm-hmm. in just an extraordinary way for you to be able to do what you want to do. Now I think everybody almost I, I wouldn't say 100 percent of people I think mostly everybody has a chance to, to succeed in doing what they actually want to do. Maybe not, but yeah, I think they have su- a chance to uh, succeed and live. By succeed, yeah. If you're talking about not living in a ghetto, yeah, or not living in the projects, then or yeah. not living on the street, or yeah. living on the street, or living in a in a trailer, I guess. But that has to be the definition of success. The definition of success cannot be uh, owning a big company, or being a baseball store, or being a radio store. And it can be a goal. It can be. But a, you, you can't uh, measure your success on it. This, the whole thing is a lie, dude. I mean, you look at some of these guys. Just talentless hacks in business and whatever, but get the gig because of who their dad is. I think uh, in these schools that we're running now and everything, uh, they, every kid's almost set up for failure. They're told you How? can be whatever you want to be. It's a lie. Can, yeah, you can't. It, it, it's not going to work out for every single person. You know, you might you might succeed in what you want to do. You and, might not, but you can't you can't uh, call yourself a, a loser and you know. And yet you have these people who will tout, well, kind of like what Bizarre did, well, I made it, or look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, he made or look at the president, he made it. How many people didn't make it that were in that same position? It's oh, like, yeah, a thousand to one. Yeah. It's like, it's like baseball. Like, every kid wants to be a baseball player, and the statistics are so, from like Little League, it's something like maybe 1% of every kid who ever plays Little League baseball will be, will collect a check, collect a check as a baseball player. That's in like... Even minor leagues or semi-pro ball. Every starting JV football quarterback thinks that he has a chance, which he does have a chance, but he very small, to make it in the NFL pros one day. It's, good. It it's not going to happen. Right. Lynn, uh, yeah. you're in the high-down road radio. What's going on? Hey, how y'all doing, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, look, man, I'm 42 years old. And like he was saying earlier about people not actually getting to do what they want to do. Right. Well, some people are just, you find jobs that you just fit. You know what I mean? That, that like, y'all do what y'all do because you're good at it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, I've had the opportunity in my lifetime to do two things. I drove a truck since I was 16 mm-hmm. up until two years ago. 
Then I found out that I was pretty good at operating equipment. So now I make a pretty good living doing that. And there's nothing and, wrong with that at all. No. No. I mean, it's a respectable job. I'm just exactly. working out. And, and, so. see, and here's the problem, though, that here we're not... Like that, you got a really. When you think about it, dude, you got a really good gig. You know what I mean? You got a good gig. You're making good money. It's probably a steady job. You, you have a skill. You have a trade. You're doing something that you know you can do for a very long time, and you feel like you have some value in your job. I think that uh, a bunch of people now. I mean, all these people go to Hollywood to be uh, actors and everything, and they they're told that if you want something bad enough, you're gonna get it, and it. It takes more than wanting it. It takes having talent in it, and it takes working for it. It takes a lot more than just wanting it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's sort of my whole point is I think people just go about things the wrong way. I don't. I didn't start off thinking, you know, hey, I wanted to be a marketing director. Heck, I wanted to be in promotions. That's not what I started. You know, no kid says, you know, I want to be a marketer for a living. And mm -hmm. it's just not what it is. But I came to a realization that, you know, I want to be a musician. I was, you know, going on stage. I liked being on stage and all this other stuff. But you know what? There's 50,000 better musicians out there, and every day another better one is born. And so I came to sort of a realization that, heck, you know what? I'm good at doing this. I'm able to make money at doing this. Why don't I focus on this rather than focusing on some fanciful dream that would never really happen? And that's why I think I've done well for myself is because at a young age I realized, heck, I'm not going to be a superstar. Let's at least survive. Well, it even goes further than that. The people who uh, graduate with a certain degree usually don't end up working in that field they graduated in. Of course not. So, I mean, they're 22 years old. They got a degree in something, and they still aren't sure in what they're going to do. So, I mean, it, it, it goes further than just, the, you know, I want to do something and I'm, you know, 10 and I have a dream. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's F.A. and Dubs on a Tuesday night. Just talking about this book, Strapped, why America's 20 and 30-somethings can't get ahead. Just talking about how a college degree is the new high school diploma. You're going to college and racking up all this debt, but for what? You're kind of ending up behind the game. Unless you end up getting specialty, specialty degrees. And even then, too, that just puts you even further in debt. And I almost really feel like the whole thing about you can be whatever you want to be isn't true. I mean, I guess technically, potentially, it is true. But it, it just doesn't seem right. It seems... Uh, Unrealistic. I think it definitely feeds into the uh, depression problems oh. that people our uh, age have now, and all the stuff that wasn't happening before, and now people are depressed because they uh, they've been built up their whole life with this this uh, false dream or false hope, and now that they, their uh, reality is crashing around them. Here's the funny thing. I'll give you me as a perfect example. I want I growing up even now I have these hopes of being the biggest baddest radio star on earth. With the helps of my crew. And I'm not happy, even though the fact that I am on a kick-ass radio station, and I know some kick-ass people, and we've done some badass things. And I contend we have the funniest night show in America, and I really, honestly, in my mind, think we have a top ten show in the United States. I put it up against any show. I think we got a very good show here. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, in my mind, that's still not good enough. It'll never be. And that's probably a problem when really we should be ecstatic right now. Yeah. What's what's there to be mad about? 27, 25 years old, 
worked in a major market already, got a great gig in Orlando at Real Radio, the top station for the format, and yet it's still not enough. And I think that's even part of what we've been uh, built up for. And then, But for some other people, it's maybe it's music. Maybe they didn't become the actor they didn't want to be. Maybe they're not their top salesperson. All right, Brad says, how about this? Definition of success, not being chunks. Hey, if you live by that. Yeah, everybody should be happy. All right, Deuce, what were you going to say before the break? It's, you know, as far as what you're talking about, I disagree because... I think everyone wants a quick fix. You know, they, they have what their goals are, but they want it instantly. They're not willing to put in the hard work. And as far as saying you can't be what you want to be, well, the only way you're going to get there is if, is if you try. Well, so I, to say, oh, I, I guess I can't do it. I'm just never going to try. But at some point, you got to eat. You do. So you, you have to find a way to support yourself and do what you're trying to do. On my, th- my thing is, I think for sure you should try to do what you want to do. I think you should give it a shot. But if you fail or if you do not make it to the, the level that you thought you could make it, I don't think you should beat yourself up over it, and you should take everything realistically. I'm not saying to beat yourself up. I'm saying you got to go for it initially. I think you, you I definitely think you, got to give it a shot. At what point do you stop? All right, like, let's ask Deuce Chill for real. Let's do a little shoot. You want to be a big, bad radio star, right? Sure, or work for one. All right. <laughs> Is that, I mean, what goal do you yeah, have? Yeah, what's your, what's your, uh, your uh, occupational goal? In radio, but I mean, as far as... Doing what? You know, as far as being like a top guy, I don't know about that. Just uh, working on a fun show. All I mean, you want to do is work on a fun. Well, you're doing that now. I'm, I'm very happy. No, no. I mean, obviously, obviously, I'd like to be in a different, in the long haul, a different position than I am right now. Maybe making a living off of it. Exactly. If you're making a living doing what you're doing right now, would you be happy? Yeah, because yeah, because you'd be doing nothing. Wow, well, getting paid for it. <laughs> it's not true. All right, Heretic Taylor says he has a That's mask. True. He has a master's in advanced supervisory leadership and has been out of work for three months. And that's why, man, I'm not buying it when the president said, hey, there are 4.6 million jobs that are opening up. Like I said, man, at fast food, at convenience, maybe in sales. It's good money there. But Mm -hmm. that's all we are now. We're just selling. We're service and sell. But what isn't selling? What job isn't selling? If you're a doctor, that's, you got to sell your business. But that's not even the same thing. No, because that's even a technical skill. Like, you have a skill. You know how to you're, save lives. Yeah, but, you know how to fix people. But you got to prove you're better than the doctor next door. No, you yeah. don't. Well, everything, you have competition. And you got to sell yourself. But it's not even the that's same. Not, but that's not your primary job. Your primary job is to do your job. If you were a doctor and you want to make a living, you could go to an ER, you could go to a clinic mm-hmm. and still practice your trade. For salespeople, it's really the art of BS. Mm-hmm. That's what, but that's like the foundation of the jobs now here in America. Unless you got a good product, then it's not BS. Well, of co- well even then, you still need to BS a little bit. Uh, Leon and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Yeah, yeah. What's happening, guys? It's it's Leon. Oh, what's up, Leon? I'm gonna say Leon does re- his buddy. Everyone for not mispronounce it. It's cool. Um. As far as, yes, I agree with the whole college thing. I think it's a lot of waste of time, a lot of people's money, and especially the T-H-Y-M-E, the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been playing music since I was three. Luckily, I grew up in a partridge family kind of family. Sorry. Yeah, I'm very fortunate to have done that. But You play the drums? I, I play drums, and I've been struggling since I was three, I guess you could say. Like I. Alright, what's the point though? Hurry up real fast. You're still fast. struggling to make a phone call. Hey, you sound like you're stoned. Go ahead, hurry. 
No, no, I'm not stoned. I'm just <laughs> saying that I think I think college is. It just depends on what you want to do with your life. Like, it's a dead end a lot of times in college, man. Because people are all going for that same job. But you know what I want you to hear? Do you got a time to hear like the most amazing musician ever? No, send it to us. Send Hold it on. to us. No, I don't have time. We're having a conversation. Yeah, you, you need to know what you want to do and you want to rock. You're starting a whole Twisted Sister video. Regardless of that education thing, as far as college being a waste of time, college is some of the most fun years of your life. I'm sure, but it what shouldn't is, be. What is that going to get you? That's the last four years you got to just do what you want. No, no it's it, not. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. You still got your parents helping you? You got to enjoy college while it's there. I hated it. And that's the problem, dude. The problem is you're going to college to get high and get laid. Thank yeah. you. No one's going there to uh, learn what they want to do. You know, that's why everybody ends up doing something different after they're out of college. That's why college means nothing. And besides, at that point, if you're going to take out a loan to just have fun, spend the money directly for that purpose. I mean, I spent a lot less going on a mescaline binge throughout Canada. And you know what? A couple of weeks doing that, I feel great. I feel amazing. I didn't need to spend four years in a college to do that. Preach on, Jesus. Bizarro, Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look at you, dude. You're like the perfect example of this 20 and 30-something that can't get ahead. Early 20s. But that's not true. I haven't even been out of college for three months. How old are you? 23. What are you going to do? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> if you got any ideas, I'm open to take them. I, I don't even already have me saying that. <laughs> I am not saying that again. Rob and Longwood, you're in the hideout. We got Rob. Hey, you guys have a good show. I really like listening to you guys. Thank you. But uh, fuck college. College is... Oh, uh, you can't say that. You can't say... Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, did he say... I think, I think he said F college. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right, hold, hold on. We'll have to revamp the... I'm, uh, I'm not sure, but I think so, and I don't want to run the risk. The delay <laughs> system. Yeah, I think he said F college, too. 407-916-1041, while we're ramping up the delay. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in on the discussion. Because you do, you wonder at one point you're going to be able to be okay. I, I genuinely, like for me to be able to do what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and just being here right now, and still being in debt. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I had my I had to have a dad who was well off enough to pay for college for me. Mm-hmm. Then at the time I was married to a chick who was a lawyer, who could help me, you know, get through doing this radio thing that I do. I don't know how I made it through. <laughs> Seriously, my mom's a janitor. She's never been able to pay for anything. I've been paying for my own, uh, my own education. Well, sorry, that's the end bomb but for. You, but you've had a, uh, a chick. Yeah, who's been able to work with me the whole time. Right. I mean, and actually, me and uh, Catherine Brown, our uh, PD, were talking about this earlier. Uh, <clears throat> just kind of... The stars aligned in the right way for me, luckily enough. When we when I went out to D.C., we were going to do a, a weekend talk show that I wasn't even going to get paid for. I didn't know if I had a job at WJFK. I uh, worked at a courtyard Marriott for a while until I got my whole thing. Hey, Chunks, hold on. Uh, until I got my whole thing uh, taken care of. Right. The stars have to align, and that's for us just to even get to this point. Yeah. Never mind the points that we want to get to, you know, maybe in the future. So you just have to go through life with so many strokes of luck on top of having talent. That's why it, it like it weirds me out when these guys will talk trash and burn bridges that aren't even built yet. Mm-hmm. 
Like, how are you going to do that when there's no, especially in a business like this? So small. And that's just radio. I mean, we know there's one market we can never work in again. Lansing. We aren't too worried about it, but there's definitely no chance of going back there with the bridges we burned. All right, Rob, you're back in the hideout. Hey, dude. Hey, uh, I, I didn't say anything bad. I just said college is a, is a waste of four years, but you need to have the paper. If, if you want a job, you need to have the paper. If you, mm-hmm. Otherwise, and you're going to be working for uh, in the, the same nasty job, and then for a couple years later, somebody's going to come in as, as your boss with absolutely no experience except they have the piece of paper. Even with that uh, paper and that education, you're probably going to learn everything you needed to do that job while you're doing that job for the first three months. But he, uh, I, he, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and Rob's right. Then somebody who's going to come in for three months and then happen to have a degree, they'll move them up to management mm-hmm. just because I, they have that degree. I've had, uh, I got the, the degree ten years ago. I've had horrible jobs for the past ten years, but I've only gotten them because I had the, the, the degree. Mm-hmm. And I finally lucked out and bought my own business two months ago, and I'm, I'm doing good now. Congrats. Uh, but uh, I couldn't have done any of that without the degree. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, that's what I'm saying. The degree is necessary in a lot of points, but you actually having it doesn't matter. Like, you, it shouldn't matter. He's like you said, though. It's like the, it's like a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. It's just something to write on your resume. It's not really what you learned. It shows you have commitment. What, for four years you went and drank? Yeah, and or showed up to half your classes. Commitment to what? Chunks has six and a half years of George Mason University on his resume. Yeah, but if that's four, written on toilet paper, that's his problem—a four-year degree and six and a half years. They're kind of backtracking. But you don't even have to put that. You could even just say Bachelor of Arts graduated George Mason University. Most of the time, they're going to look any deeper than that. 2005. And then you know, and speaking of the 20 and 30 sums who can't get ahead, I mean, look at you know. Dubs and I are just now at the point. I don't even know what Tommy and Chunks or how they're surviving. Yeah. Stealing. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Out at the Publix, drinking the beer uh, and, and eating and the Doritos while just walking the aisles. They should really check that tape. No, we don't need to do all that. Webb and Coco Beach are in the hideout. We got Webb. Hey, uh, yeah, about this college bit. You know, there's, there's a lot, a lot of careers out there that don't require college, and they're the paying careers. But um, uh, one of the biggest problems... And I'm not knocking anybody in an I've been in the workforce for 40 years. I'm 56 years old. Mm-hmm. My problem with young people is a lot of them don't have any work ethic. Oh, no. And that's another thing I've been uh, trying to say is everybody's told if you want it bad enough, and they don't know that you have to work at it hard enough. They just know that they want it bad enough. Yeah, it's not about how hard you work. Yeah, you just have to want. Yeah. You yeah. just get and, there and, and say you got, and, and you've got to find something you want to do. I mean... I mean, four hours with a plumber, seven hundred bucks. Hey, I should have take, taken up plumbing forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're, no, you're you're completely right, Webb. Thank you, buddy. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. But when you think about it, you know, a plumber's making seven hundred bucks in four hours. Damn. Oh yeah, my my friend is an electrician, and he's making I think forty five dollars an hour. Oh my god. Hey, Jonathan, what's up? Not much. What's going on, guys? I just wanted to make a quick comment. Chances were opportunity and preparedness are going to meet in someone's life. And I agree, you know, they do tell young people you can be whatever you want to be. Well, yeah, if you have the drive and determination and belief and dedication to follow through with it, it's not just like you said, want. 
It's that you have to have the desire to follow through. You know, anybody can want. I want to be six foot tall and good looking. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm five it's foot not. ten. Yeah. I can't go to and you're ugly because I'm working. <laughs> no, and, and you also t- oh, you're cutting out on us. And the other thing too is he he rattled off all those things. You have to throw in luck, and you have to throw in networking. Luck, networking, and I think the want thing should be kind of taken out of it. I want to tell you what I would be doing if not in radio. I can definitely talk about that, too. Like, if I could see myself being happy doing anything else. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This is for you, dime bag. Die doing what he loves. That's rocking. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hopefully Bob got the same way. Listen to you. Why be that way? It's our ex-program director. What a dick. What? Him you, or me? Both. <laughs> I was on actually our old uh, station website, and he was on the air, and uh, they have that little icon where who's on the air right now? And it's Bob giving the devil horns. Who's that? Q106FM.com? Yep. Still? Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right, Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Dave. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I got. I, I went to uh, I went to University of Florida for a little while, you know. Um, good, great SAT score, you know. I'm, I'm I'm really smart and everything. Get up there. I just don't want to go to school, you know. And nothing's gonna stop that. And that just kind of is where every all the drinking starts, you know. People just don't figure out what they want to do. But I'll tell you what, smoking out is probably the best thing that happened to me because now I got a job doing what I actually love. I'm sitting playing video games, getting paid for it. Oh, what are you? What are you? Uh, you working over at EA? Yep. See, that's what I'm saying. That's badass. Good for you, dude. Congratulations. Oh, I should have told him to get Matt Albert a job. Yeah. I'll work during the day. That's all I do anyway. It's long hours. You couldn't do it. Yeah, you could. Huh? I'm in talks with Phil Frazier right now. I want it bad enough. I can do it. Hey, by the way, I got this I am going back to something we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. Gibbs is tapping the one with the tilted hat, tan, and big boobs. Gibbs. Gibbs, you're getting that? Come here, let me smell your fingers. I know I'm a big-headed tard. <laughs> How is he pulling that off? I don't know. I'm pulling off. Uh, <laughs> definitely not my uh, phone answering skills. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, is it the headline game show that I'm taking calls for? Hello? Actually, I think I know how he does it. Wait. Those beady little eyes. Who are you calling? Oh, my my neck is so tired. All right. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Bob Melbourne. <laughs> Bob and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, guys? Yo, dude. Hey, man. Well, I'm hearing about, like, all these people calling in about work and everything and stuff like that. Right. And, and, and you know, I was telling the guy that screened the calls, man, it's what you put into it, what you're going to get out of it. It's called, you got to put effort into whatever you do, and you have to have passion for your job. No, you know, I, yeah, I sell vacuums. I've been doing it for ten years now. I do door to door. I work about ten and a half, about ten and a half months out of the year, and I made eighty one thousand dollars last year. See, how, how rude are people when you come to the door? I'm not rude at all. No, no. How the people that like don't want you there? How rude are they? 
Well, you you know what you know. Sixty six percent of what we deal with is is, is rejection. Mm-hmm. You got you got to master rejection. It doesn't matter what you do. Now, are you, you one know, of the, are you one of the guys that come in and spill the wine on the floor and then clean it up? <laughs> no, absolutely not. That Damn. that's the K boys. Now we we don't we're a lot we're class act. You know. You, you but know. I mean, you know, it's what you put into it. You know, you have to have passion. It doesn't matter if you're a, a DJ or a radio talk show host. And we're neither. It's the, passion, it's the passion that you put into what you're doing. No, I got now, you, I'm Bob. I'm on my way home right now. I, I went into work at 10 o'clock this morning. I worked five or five full days a week and a half a day on Saturdays. And I don't even have a college education. Lucky. All right, we got to move on because we're up on a break. I mean, you're right. Once you figure out what you're going to do, you got to work hard. There's no doubt about that. But I just don't like the line of, hey, you can be whatever you want to be. And you're just wasting time, and then eventually you're not going to get it. And you got the quarter life crisis, which it sounds like our buddy Bizarro Jesus went through. Then you got the midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. It's all a big crisis. All right, here's here's Matt Albert's problems, and trust me, you're going to have bigger problems when you get down here to Orlando. The worst thing ever happened to me today. I got to play Madden and tried to lose my friend, tried to lose my franchise, but somehow it got erased, and I wanted to cry. Ooh, corrupted file. I just traded away all my old players for young, great players and draft picks. The future was bright, my friend, but I got screwed. <laughs> just like you coming down here. You know, I just saved my franchise on uh, Madden. We were uh, two years in the red on uh, revenue and went to the playoffs, went all the way to the end of it, and uh, got all my money back up. Congratulations. Good for me. Sammy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, dude? Uh, yeah, uh, well, <clears throat> I just wanted to make a comment. Um, I haven't read the book you were uh, mentioning. Uh, the Strapped. Straps, but right. I read a good book. It's called uh, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's mm-hmm. uh, the Guy Kawasaki's book. And, uh, you know, he's on, all, he's on all these infomercials, but, um, but at school we actually had to read the book. And, uh, like, I read it all in one day, and it was like, it's, it's a really good book. You know, I mean, he touches on everything you guys said. <clears throat> And, I mean, to summarize it, basically, he said, you know, that not to spend, like, the rich and the the reason the class and the poor are stuck there because they buy and they buy liabilities instead of buying assets. You know, rich Mm -hmm. people buy assets with their money, so. I do agree with that. Actually, I had to talk to this guy on the phone. He was trying to get on Ron and Fez when I was a producer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was such a hard guy to talk to. Just pushing his theory while I'm just trying to get his info. Hey, bro, we just need a contact. We just need a phone number to call you at at 9:15. Just send me a book. I'll look through it. Don't. I don't want you to pitch it to me. No. Just here. Here's the address: 10800 Main Street. Okay, I'm getting so much inside info about Gibbs, and apparently there's a love triangle going on with Gibbs. Yeah, right. I was talking to a telephone pole, <laughs> and we really seem to hit it off. I think it's because the head looks the same. Then I remembered I'm not real good with phones. All right, here's some breaking news tonight. I have a huge head. Looks like a totem pole. That girl was the other dude's ex-girlfriend. So your buddy who's going to be playing baseball has had sex with both of those hot chicks, one of which you are now getting leftovers? Sloppy seconds? He's uh, Uh, By the way, I'd like thirds. uh, Is she a buffet? Can we go back? Which, From, one, which of those guys is playing baseball? The dude with the long hair. Giant Damon. Yeah, he is. Basically, he's going to be Johnny Damon, but with pierces instead of a beard. That's no Johnny Damon. 
What the hell's wrong with you? That sounded gay. <clears throat> Gibbs, is this true? Yes. Uh, you love how your friends are just ratting you out and laughing about it? Yeah, it's, it's glorious. Yeah. I'm going to kick all their asses later. Bring oh, it I on, will. bitches. Headbutt Tom's like talking about bam, 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 serious ass later. I'm going to rape all you later. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, wait, I want to be raped by guys. What the hell, Gibbs? What are you talking about? I don't know. My, my head is just full of lots of things right now. I, There's plenty of room for it. I got a car up there. <laughs> <laughs> Side, I'm ready. Oh, is this the Diddy? Oh, yeah. Taking you back uh. to Truman Middle School. Uh. Middle school dance didn't go to. Actually, we're going back to Williamsburg Middle School in Northern Virginia. Actually, I've never heard this song until you asked me to get it a few years ago. Mud Middle School. You know? I just wish we get Bell Biv DeVoe in here. We don't? No. I quit. I don't want to work at a place that doesn't have Bell Biv DeVoe in the library. Dude, I got so many people on IM just telling me, I know for a fact Gibbs is banging those girls. And if you guys... Go to line one. It's this friend that banged both the chicks. Oh, is this our baseball buddy? Yeah. Johnny T. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, no. dude. What's happening, man? All right, so you're down, first of all, you're down for playing baseball? Yes, but I just got some bad information from my little brother. My dad just gave away all of my gear like two days ago. Oh, man, buddy, that sucks. Uh, yeah, you're fine. We got, we actually, we have gear. That's your, no, okay. Oh, you're just, you gotta get, uh, you gotta get some other, we'll talk we're about here, that. We're here, we're gear. Right. He exactly. sounds gayer than ever, by the way. <laughs> all right, now, here's the thing. All right, Gibbs brought it up, so we're gonna be comfortable saying this. You were here at the open door. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I thought you were gay. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm not even gonna. Why do you think I was friends with him? And here's the thing, we don't, we don't judge, and if, but I thought you were, like, incredibly over-the-top gay. And I then, don't know why. I've got that so much more in, like, the last five months. Probably no. the long hair. And I don't even know why. It, must be it might have been the penis in your hand. That, nah. I so totally don't know why I get that. All right, so it's probably <laughs> <laughs> the long hair and the pierced lip uh, probably doesn't help. Now and you, the uh, the uh, rainbow shirt he is wearing. But here's the thing, though, you banged both of those chicks. Uh, uh, not at the same time or when I knew. Either Are they trannies? No, no, no. Did they think you were a chick? They're incredibly <laughs> hot. In fact, if you go to his MySpace page, I mean, the the one his girl current girlfriend's on there, and she's just gorgeous. Oh, dude. So, all right. So, has Gibbs had sex with one of those girls? Um, I'd like to hope that he has. I know he hasn't with my girlfriend, but what? and I'm sure he hasn't with the other one. But if he did, all right, I don't Gibbs, know. I'm getting I'm getting reports from everywhere of people who are your neighbor, who are ratting you out, talking about cars and the looks of the girls. What about uh, you and Gibbs? Me and Gibbs? No, 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 no. That would be the uh, the uh, dark skinned fellow that was at open door. Uh, yeah. I, uh, here's the question, because I had, because here in the left wall, here in the hideout, mm -hmm. it seemed like the entire uh, five, six people that Gibbs brought in could have been gay. I'm not sure that's what. Uh, and if they're not, they may as well be. Was the, was was the black man? Was he? Uh, uh, I, we don't know about him. Okay, but the Asian thing. The, Asi the Asian is not. What? <laughs> in what? And so it was a girl then, right? <laughs> 
Let me ask you this. You wonder, like, that people look at you and think you're gay. Does he feel the same way? That yeah, Brandon? I don't know his name. <laughs> that dude isn't gay? <laughs> oh, Which one? The guy any, any of them. Any of them. No, no, the only one that's you. was the black one. All right, he's bi. He's questionable. <laughs> he's questionable. Very What questionable. about the guy in the scarf? No, no, he's probably the straightest one out of us all. <laughs> that ain't saying much. Wow. All right, Johnny T, you got to bring everybody to baseball. That's going to be great. I want them in the stands. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, all right. see you guys. Bye, Johnny. I'll lick you later. All right, that guy. See you in the flip over side. There's no freaking way. It's not really gay because my head hit it and I didn't mean for it to happen. I was in another room. It's not gay if you use teeth. Johnny. Be nice. He's going to be the catcher on my baseball team. Cool. Come on. Hey, was the guy just on the phone? Was he kind of standing in the door? No, yeah. the guy on the phone was the one who had the chick with him. Yeah, right behind me. I think. That guy wasn't gay. No, he said the Asian one wasn't gay. He said he was the straightest of them all. <laughs> what? He is. He, he he's he's a he's like the biggest Mac out of all of hey, them. Does he like do the gay? Dude, like, you let's know, go to Starbucks. Here's what, here's what they're pulling. Here's what they're pulling. The I'm not. You know, you don't have to be I'm worried. I'm not a threat. About, uh, yeah, I'm not a threat. You know, you sure you could be naked around me, whatever. And then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, I'm straight. Here, why don't you... Uh, Here, wear my scarf. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> Heretic Raphael, you're in the hideout. Hey, man, you know what, dude? Uh, that dude was definitely gay, dude. Definitely gay, yo. Were you here? I told you. Yeah, I was there, man. You want to see me? I'm sure I did. There's a lot of people yo, there. Yo, his was open the whole time, yo. Oh, man. Was, uh... <laughs> I don't even know what circles you're running around in, Gibbs. They're jerks. <laughs> What's the circles? <laughs> you're lucky your mic was on before mine. <laughs> you know, you like how I throw out those softballs? I do. Oh, wait a second. Uh, I'm sure Gibbs does too. Are you are you pitching in this league? I uh, so. Actually, we're bringing on Johnny T to catch when I pitch. Do you think he's gonna like not give signals for a while and make you just stare at him? You know, <laughs> I just turn his eyes. No, I thought you got to stare down between their legs. <laughs> I heard he his just... name was was Johnny No T Cells. I don't know what that was all oh, about, though. Stop, bro. That's twice. That's twice tonight. That's two T-cell jokes. If Jonathan is catching, I'm not going to pitch anymore. Hey, Hefe, flick your wrist a little bit more when you throw me that fastball, Tiger. What is that? Mm. So, did you think that was going to be funny? <laughs> it's a knuckleball. Yeah. Stupid. All right, let's... Spit on your fingers. It helps it go down easier. Actually, you can't. That's illegal. Um, Whatever. I don't live by your your straight laws. Heard it first in the hideout. Just real fast, the big stuff that's going to be all... Another mining accident, this time in Kentucky, uh, killing one in Pikeville, Kentucky. So this is wow. going to be everywhere. Uh, teens sent to prison for lynching. Moments before the trial was to begin, five white South Carolina youths admitted their roles in a mob attack on a black teen. Oh. Hey, racism's over. It's not a factor anymore. You hear people say that all the time. Yeah, that was 50 years ago, bro. 
And there's a lynching going on. In 2005. Oh, guess what? They got really hardcore sentences. Two and a half to six years in a state prison for a lynching. Oh, my goodness. Two and a half to six years for lynching. I hope they put him in uh, in cells with Gibbs' friends. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bush to Democrats, don't slam Iraq policy. Uh, Please. That's his ringtone. Of course it is. Um, Bush saying, watch out giving comfort to our adversaries. Glad said fork. And the update... Um, the bank standoff ends, hostage rescued, one of the uh, bank robbers was killed by a sniper. So that's probably a lot of what you'll be hearing tomorrow here in the hideout. Two and a half to six years for a lynching? It's baffling. South Carolina. I'd love that. I love how racism doesn't exist. Jessica, you're in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Jessica. I was actually just wondering if you guys still had any spaces available on your baseball team. Yes, we do. Do yes, you play? Do. Yeah. I'm do, sorry? Do you play? No, 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 no. It's for a friend of mine. He's actually really good, and I was just wondering if you guys... Yeah, absolutely. In fact, him. if you want to email me, um, just email me his info or have him email me, eljefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, at WTKS.com. I hope he doesn't hey, mind. It's turning into an all-gay team. No, it's not. <laughs> it's going that way. Thank you, Jessica. Mark, you're in the hideout, real fast. Hey, how's it going, bro? Well, we're uh, about to end. You got t- literally ten seconds. Fuck it. Uh, fuck. <laughs> and so, what? Did you just try to squeeze in two F words? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it sounded like? That's what I was uh, thinking. All right. I would too. FF. All right. We will. Uh, you'll. I'm sure you'll get to talk about the lynching thing all day tomorrow. Two and a half to six years for lynching in South Carolina. Well, it is 2005. Six. It's six? Man, I slept for a long time. Uh, wake up the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays. Phillips fall in the afternoon. Well, they did it with a real soft rope, so it's humane. Back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And the only show at Real Radio without a real sign. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Orlando. Hideout page, realradio.fm. Hit us up on MySpace if you want. Hereticshideout.com. Hideoutheretics.net. We are bitch 5000 5000 5000 Oh skips Oh my head huge 5000 Is that what I say You're a whore admit it admit you're a big whore go ahead Only if the guy's cute Mo Mo I be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on him hard Step on him hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes
not interested. I doubt. Aye, 5,000. 